Nico basically had everything to be number two. And then three, three, four, five was kind of a conversation, was a bigger, bigger conversation, but just Rob's had all the awards, you know, he had the big match, you know, he had all the impact later, deeper into the tournament, even if his stats weren't maybe as high as Modesty, for example, you know, Modesty just didn't have the same peaks. He didn't have the same big match. He fell off in those big matches and all that stuff. So he, we felt like Rob's just had, he proved enough deeper into the tournaments to be able to edge out Monacy, even though statistically it was a little bit worse. Best esports odds. VIP program and a variety of bonuses. Fast and easy withdrawals. Bet on every possible CSGO match and tournament. As well as any other esports game. Only on 22Bet. Are you tired of your boring old skins and looking for beautiful new ones? Trade.gg is your place to go for easy and secure trades within seconds. Simply pick and choose whatever item you want to trade from Trade.it's huge inventory. Verify the trade on Steam and you're ready. With the lowest fees in the market and a beautiful, easy to use UI, Trade.it also offers you the option to instantly sell your items for cash. We accept a wide variety of payment methods. Trade.gg is the go-to place whenever you want to try out fancy new skins. Start trading today at Trade.it.gg. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Counter-Strike fans around the globe, welcome to another episode of HL TV Confirmed. Uh, as you can see, there's three boxes. Prof made it, I made it, Strikers Cats made it. And normally at this point, when there is a, a face-it game going on or something, and someone's going to FK, I go, oh, his cat's on fire. But you can't make that joke because he actually has cats. So we don't want his cats to be on fire. But we're here for another episode. We've got a bit to talk about this evening. And, well, uh, we need to thank the sponsors. 22Bet, remember to gamble responsibly and trade.gg. If you're in the marketplace for some skins, head over there and check out what they have to offer. Now, uh, we're going to do this as a uh, a, uh, a standing brovation. This is a standing brovation for Prof. Um, it's like oh, standing ovation, but brovation. Now, Striker's not here to celebrate this with us. It's like try and pull my chair back. So I don't fucking fall over. Uh, but Prof, the award show, it's come to the close, mate. Uh, you, you're not stressed anymore. You're, you're happy. You're relieved. You did a fantastic job. Uh, yeah, how, how, how's, how's it all washing over you Feeling now? Feeling good. Feeling good. Didn't feel this good in about three months, I think. Just pure, pure joy in the words of uh, uh, eternal words of Pronex. Uh, yeah, just uh, feels really nice seeing everyone uh, having a good time, enjoying it online. Um, Obviously, not everything like went perfect as as we want. There's always some production hiccups in the, here and there, but uh, some planning things that could have went better uh, oversights. But I think overall, people are super happy. I was just uh, listening to uh, Scrawny made a little podcast, like an oh, hour nice. long, hour long. Just like, yeah, just like one hour of his experience, and it's really nice to see how things went from like someone else's perspective, right? Because you plan everything, but you're not there to actually like experience it, right? Especially all of the small details. Uh, and it was really nice just to hear like everything we put in effort to to do is like, oh, we need to do this here because of this. And all of it kind of worked out as planned. So that that's great. And yeah, just uh, again, shout out to everyone 
that came and watched and the people people on the team that uh, made it possible, right? And NHL TV in general and Peter's top 20 that started 10 plus years ago, um, that kind of started the whole thing, right? And Peter was there. I saw Peter for a, yeah. a brief moment. Did, at the, did you the have party. a... Did you have yeah. a conversation? Yeah, some other people were coming up and chatting to me, so we didn't really get to talk for as, as long as I would have wanted. I didn't hang around the party for too long. I was there for about 20 minutes, and I fucked off. Oh. Uh, but it was I heard it was a good party. Yanko was saying it was a great party. I think all the, the fun and games. And the fact that it's in the hotel, right, that's a, that's a massive bonus. The fact that people, you know, they can just go up to their bed whenever they're done. That's a, that's a huge for you, right there. Super, for you, it was 12, Yeah. Look, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in my, in my head at the moment. So I would have hung out a little bit more, but I'm, I mean, I'm in my head at the moment. But uh, from, from my perspective, when I was there, everything was great. It was Lucas. You couldn't join us. You're gonna have to join us right now, uh, Lucas, because oh. we're down a striker. Uh, yeah. What up? Yeah, you, you, you weren't with us. Where, where were you? What was your excuse? You said you had a tailored suit and everything, mate. Uh, I got some work that popped up. Had to stay in Denmark. Oh, right here. Had to stay grind. on the grind. On the <sighs> yeah. grind. You weren't on the bus. You weren't on the HLTV bus back and forth from Odense. Nah, I'm uh, I'm I'm sad. I missed it. It looked like a fun party, and then even a more fun after party. Well, I, I, rumor has it, Prof, you've already started work on next year. I mean, yeah, we we've been <laughs> we've been talking. We've been talking. We need to, you know. There's been some, uh, you know, inquiries of different types uh, about the show, so we need to wrap this up. Uh, there's always like a. You know, the, the week after is like getting all the reports, all of the stats, uh, getting uh, peep, paying people. I I don't know if you sent in your invoice, but you probably should. So I did. I did. Yeah. So you get all of that done, you know, and uh, then uh, the week after that on Friday, I'm uh, vacation starting for me. One okay. week. Oh, don't ask me anything unless something's on fire. When Blast starts, does that mean you're going to like no, be- uh, towards Friday? So like Blast's almost halfway through. Um, okay. Oh, Friday next week. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Not this week. Okay. So yeah. you're gonna I, get I love this man. This uh, was this your idea, Prof? What? Oh, oh you got you guys can't even see. I I totally no failed. Preview. Yeah, can I you totally put the failed. Up? Here you go. Now you can see the amazing man I the, put on oh, screen. The laser guy. <laughs> yeah, the laser guy. The laser guy uh, was one of the one of the things they offered us with the after party company that, that we worked with. It was like, do you want the guy with the laser saxophone? I'm like, yes. My answer is yes to this. This sounds amazing. And uh, people people vibed. People vibed with this. Laser thing. saxophone. Okay. Look how good the cats get. This is actually awesome. Kind of. We just we get to you know. There's some streams on Twitch that you can go and watch, and it's just like cats, or there's just like chickens, or puppies, or whatever. Yeah. This is kind of what Striker's house is right now. We just need uh, <laughs> Lucas the full full time, just like track the cats. Track Here the go. Cats. Oh my God! There it is. There it is. Hello, cat. There's oh, it's on the chat. And uh, Striker, how did you feel about the award show? Meow 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 meow. Wow. Oh, wow. Striker had a great... I saw Striker at breakfast the next day. He must have gone to bed at a reasonable hour too because he was down at breakfast relatively early. Yeah. So uh, I think... driving home the next day. Oh! Doing oh, his own oh, stunts. Oh, oh, oh. Look at this Let's shit. Let's fucking go. Wow. What a start <laughs> to the podcast this has been. I don't think we'll ever top this. What a leap of faith that was. <laughs> From chair to couch. Damn, that thing's got nine lives. Holy moly. Uh, bro, that's insane. That's Good actually stuff. insane. Yeah, uh, loving it. What were we talking about? I don't know. Yeah, but Stry- Striker went home the next day. Uh, he was driving. He drove. He, he drove in. Yeah. So, so I think he was uh, on the on the safer side. I did. I got 
but I was celebrating. I celebrated. I can say that. Oh, I saw Striker in the background. Oh my god. Oh, he might come. Uh, but yeah, other than that, you you got an award. I uh, let's uh, let's just touch on that once once again. How does it uh, how does it feel? It's out there in, in front of the TV with my uh, esports awards. So it's just yeah. it's gonna. Hey, Striker made it. Hey, there he is. Striker, oh. welcome to the show. Thank you, uh, thank you. I almost locked myself out of the apartment if there what? wasn't the the building manager whatever and hopefully fortunately he knows me <laughs> how right. did you almost lock yourself out of the apartment now we need well, to know what happened well i just left my keys and my phone inside and <laughs> that's what happened why did you go outside uh whatever i had to go to the ne car for a moment never leave the never leave the house just don't leave the house everything's Damn. gonna be fine it was pretty funny the other day henry sent me a message and it uh it was like early in the evening and he's like yo i'm like what's up he's like do you know there's keys in the front door of your house and i was like what he was like yeah your keys and i was like oh shit like i i hadn't left the house in like 10 hours like there was just i just left keys well, in the front door for the whole time honestly that that, i do that way way too often way too often thought i had henry looking out for me there that was that went down all right striker we were just recapping just a bit of wrap up of the of the award show uh we had a standing provation for for prof uh, which is like a standing ovation, but standing just, ovation, ovation, yeah. you just said? yes. There's oh a couple of bros doing it, and really, it was just me. I don't know if Lucas stood up. Um, do Do you have any any you know final final well not final thoughts, but any thoughts, any anything you want to express that you didn't express on the evening? No, I mean it was a really nice evening. Um, for like surprisingly very little for us to do, even though like for us it was just like pretty much the same shit we always do, except like with some hoopla in between. You know, we're just like doing whatever. So, I mean, it just felt like a really nice evening. I actually had some time to enjoy the show. It wasn't just all working. So, yeah, it was great. It was weird sitting in the audience. Me and Alex, when I was sitting next to the machine, you guys sat me next to the machine and Henry and all that. We were sitting in the audience. It was weird to, like, watch a show like that. Like, we never, okay. we're never in the audience. We're, we're always, yeah, right, you know, yeah, right, somewhere. Right. It was kind of strange, like, watching a thing. I was like, holy shit, this is this is really interesting. So, uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a fun night. Now, let's... Um, talk about the the top 20 let's just dial in on that for a second here uh, and maybe if anything didn't really get mentioned because when the number one which was Zywu, uh, his third time number one right now uh when when that all happens like then two and three come out right nico was two rops was three is there anything with um, them being two and three but other than the, the gap between one and two that we did speak about briefly on the couch when henry was there with us striker is there anything else that we we may have missed when talking about the the top 20 uh, I mean, in regards to the, like, to, to all the way to the top, I think I kind of alluded to it on the show, but we didn't have that much time to go into in-depth a little bit more, which was just about the whole, t basically, there was kind of like a two to five conversation. I don't think anybody, like, I can't uh, pretend that the number one discussion was anything, was, there was even a discussion, or there was not a discussion. It was just like, was, that was that obvious, you know, uh, that that was the number one. But then two to two to five, I guess there was a kind of a conversation, but then again, Still, I mean, Nico was statistically like very obviously the second best player. I mean, he out damaged Zaiwoo. He almost matched his impact. His rating was pretty much the same. I think he was second highest still uh, out of everybody, you know, from it. And like kept all those numbers up against the best teams and the best tournaments, you know, obviously with Peaks and Karavica and Cologne, all that stuff, you know, like so Nico kind of checked all the boxes that, you know, basically the only way that he was behind Rops was the big match rating which was just crazy on Rops. Like, Rops was as good as in big matches as Zaiwu. Like, he outperformed his average level by a lot, by a long way, and, you know, deeper into tournaments, which is extremely rare, I have to say. You know, out of the top 20 players, only a handful 
actually improve later in the tournament. You know, most people fall off in the playoffs, you know, and that's where Rob's actually shined. And that's obviously, you know, a big part of why um, he had those all those MVPs, you know, from the year. So, I mean, just from that perspective, I think, though, like Nico basically had everything to be number two. And then three, three, four, five was kind of a conversation, was a bigger, bigger conversation, but just Rob said all the awards, you know, he had the big match, you know, he had all the impact later, deeper into the tournaments, even if his stats weren't maybe as high as Monesi, for example, you know, Monesi just didn't have the same peaks. He didn't have the same big match. He fell off in those big matches and all that stuff. So he, we felt like Rob's just had, he proved enough deeper into the tournaments to be able to edge out Monesi, even though statistically he was a little bit worse. Okay. And for me, Spinks, I mean, just to round out that conversation, Sphinx yeah. was basically number five because of kind of his uh, his floor was super good, but his all of his peaks, even though he has six EVPs, like all of his peaks were comparatively lower than pretty much all the three people above him. Like he was great. His his year was obviously amazing, you know, as, and as you go in deep into the top five or like deep into the top 20, you reach the top five, you can't really fault anybody for anything, for anything almost, you know, like they're great at everything. But just the people above him were a bit better in 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 a lot of those senses, you know. So that's pretty much why he ended up fifth. That maybe he had the consistency, but not the peaks, to to match up to to the three guys or four guys, including Zaiwu above him. Yeah, I I, uh, I think when we when we look back at it all, Zaiwu definitively number one. But it feels like we I think someone said this. Did we say it on air? Did someone say this at any point? It's going to be really exciting when we have a year where we don't clearly yeah. know oh, who yeah. the number one yeah. is. I mean, we had that year when there was the 2020, it was, when it was between Simple and Zaiwu. And that was like very close, you know, their awards, their stats were were super close. And that's still a year that a lot of people contest, like our call for Zaiwu being the number one, you know. Um, and I think, I mean, that's like fair fair enough, you know, like there's there's different things that you can you can prioritize and you can say that Simple was uh, was better, but they were so extremely close that like the smallest details, you know, decided it. So like that kind of a year when we have like number one, two, three, especially if there are like three people in the race, you know, like it's not ob as obvious as this. I don't know if that's going to happen as long as we have Zaiwu alive and like as long as he's <laughs> still at the peak of his abilities. I don't know if we're going to have a conversation for three people in that in that run, yeah. um, especially, you know, considering where Simple is at the moment. I mean, it's not like I expect him to to stay there, you know, but we, well, it's right hard now, we to don't see how he makes that dent for 2024. That's that's the point. Like we don't even know when he's going to come back. He's not even he's not even inside the team at the moment, and it seems unlikely that he will be for the major cycle. And yeah. if he's not for the major cycle, that already means he missed out on quite a lot. And so that's already start. We'll start off the year the way that he ended it. You know, like out of the out of all the big tournaments. You know, so that's already going to dam like damage his case for being in contention for the number one. You know, it's not like he can't be. Like if he's dominant enough for the rest of the year, I mean, you can. Obviously, he can always insane. come up that with that. That would be insane. That would, that would be that crazy. Would be insane, yeah, like yeah. you miss out on the first major entirely. Like you don't even play the first three months. Kind of eats a major and you still end up number one. Feels like it's like that's a hard thing to do, you know? Is there anything else that you feel that we missed around this conversation, Prof? Or any, any, anything in, in orbit of this type of conversation that we're like with any of the other awards or? Well, I mean, could be, I guess, discussed uh, over different ways. I think the, the highlight of the year, I, I heard again, was uh, the most contentious one uh, out of all okay. of the awards this year, even though uh, obviously this year it was a panel award. Last year we did it like internal HLT voting. Yeah. Um, 
And that was like how we always did the highlight top 10 highlights of the year. But uh, it definitely, in my opinion, was not the right call last year when we got uh, when Robs didn't win the for the round against G2 in the final. Of, uh, I'd short on Inferno, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that for me was like obviously more impactful and pretty skillful and also had like the for me the rhythm of the of the of the round was so good like it was pretty fast paced um and then we were like okay let's just put this in the in the panel awards where we have like 20 players 10 talented five uh five of our journalists voting um so and the result was the zai one before that people thought was the best highlight of the year right obviously the monacy one super exciting but also against the ecos and that's why I don't know which award show was like esports awards or game awards. Some someone gave that to to Monacy, and because when you just watch it as a layman, I think it definitely looks the best, right? But uh, it wasn't that important of a round in any way, and it wasn't like wasn't that wasn't that important to win and get all of those kills. It was like a five v five anyway, right? If he died, nothing really happened. That's why the Zaiwu and the and the Kadian clutch was also pretty insane. I think the Zaiwu and the Kadian were kind of in the same vein uh similar vein of like finding the finding the timing and, and everything so yeah uh, just to explain that and um i think in the end whoever would have won it would have been a pretty fair one and i i guess that's always going to be uh the most unpredictable award that we have because it's very much like super super subjective right mm. okay well, uh, I, yeah, I just wanted to kind of tie up any loose ends, wrap it up, discuss uh, the last few bits and bobs of the award show, because now, and not even just now, uh, there's been Counter-Strike going on, right, for the major mm. circuit. So do we want to turn our attention in that direction now? Yeah. Or are we all, are we all happy to get, start getting there? Okay. Uh, well, what we'll do is we'll plow through the recent news. Lucas, roll the bumper and we'll get into that. That's all right. We can have two seconds. All right, pre-seeder up for sale. Who read the news? Don't all jump on this at once. Um, I think I scrolled through it. I didn't um, even open the I Actually, I did read some of it. I think I read the whole thing. But for me, it's just like, what are you talking about? What kind of, what is this? What 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 optics are you trying to convey to me right here? And uh, I we, we signed the pre. We have this team for like, what, six to eight, nine months, maybe in total. We just made like a big signing and we're selling the team. It's like, what, what? And, and they're also trying to sound like everything's fine. We're just like looking at options. It's like, what is this? Like, uh, I don't want to break up. I just want to like open up the relationship. Like just, just say it out how, how it is. Like this can't like survive as, as it is right now. That that's what it's saying to me. So it's just kind of, kind of weird. Um, it's also kind of weird the too. statement. Don't Do read wanna... the whole thing. It's quite long. Yeah, it's pretty. I mean, long, it's yeah. like I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh... Well, the first the first paragraph says, with a mix of joy and contemplation, Michael Hertz, as the owner of Preci Esports, announced my decision to sell our beloved sports club. The decision has grown out of the remarkable uh, has grown out of the remarkable development where Preci Esports has evolved into more than just a side venture. Yeah, uh, and so it's like, but as you go through it, you know, it's like a lot of people like, okay, this will sound good to anybody who doesn't know what Counter Strike is, and that's probably like where they wanted to want to sell, like what, like really hard, like out outside of the hardcore audience, you know, because as you go down, it's like it says something like our our team is 
currently resides in the global elite and is ranked so high that we have been invited to the closed major qualification for the major in Copenhagen, which is like, okay, teams who are like <laughs> top, top 50 got, a, got, a, got invited to that, you know? So that's yeah. not, like, is that really impressive? That's not the lead. That's definitely not the lead. That's my point, you know? Like, that's definitely not the lead. Doesn't like, just pose one question? Yeah. If they qualify for... Well, they still have to go through the closed into the RMR into the major. I mean, that's kind of my that's kind of the crazy part, you know. Like, okay, like depending on what their sticker deals are with the players, like if they actually make the major, why are you selling the team? Yeah. Like literally, you can like if you have okay, like let's say, like from information that I've heard, you know, gathering stuff about the major, like fifty for for a fifty fifty split for the team, uh, sticker is pretty common. Like fifty fifty is pretty good, even like a lot of the time, it's even heavier. Skews 60, towards 40 the, sometimes, yeah, yeah, something like that. You know, it's even towards more heavily skewed to the organization. There are teams who even have, there are teams who have more than fifty percent, like for the players, you know. But more common will be that it's like fifty-fifty or worse in terms of the the players, you know. So like, okay, if you actually do ride it out this next month and you actually qualify for the major, like, why? Like, what's the point? What's the point here? Uh, like, you've already also, made up, made back your money and probably made up. A lot more on top of that, you know, even if we go down from this massive high that we had the Paris major, you know, with the stickers. It's also like, are, are they even going to manage to sell this before Who's the RMR finishes is like, for me, it's, it's so pointless to even try to sell it. I don't, I don't see who's going to buy a whole org in a month. I, I like have... no one's going to buy them and then they're going to not, not going to qualify for the major. And then they're going to be like, oh, well, we're going to sell anyway. It's like, no, you weren't going to sell if you qualify. You just don't think it's going to work. Right? Well, we have resident uh, <laughs> Danish uh, man on the streets, Lucas calling in Lucas. Uh, but what do you have to tell us? I think a lot of like Danish people is also kind of questioning the move because what are you buying? Like pre-C eSport, pre-C is a company started by Michael, the guy who sells it. Yep. So like is are like there's no sponsor for it. You what are it you is, buying? Literally you're just the brand, picking the you're just picking up the the salaries from all these players. Like <laughs> you're not buy like do you want me to pay money to buy a contract to pay to pre? Like I love Preezy. They're the like the new Copenhagen Flames, but it it doesn't really look good that you're selling or want to sell the team like a week, a few weeks before the biggest tournament that could, you know, give income to the team. I mean, they also came, let me just see when they made this team, like with this lineup and Vorborg coming in, the ex Copenhagen like, That's Flames not that guy. long ago. This is like, what, a uh, few months? Maybe a little bit more than uh, that, right? Preezy, Vorborg joins in August. So, yeah. so six five months, months, let's say. Yeah. Not even a year. And they came in with this whole like, oh, we're going to be the next Copenhagen Flames. You know, we're going to build this sustainable kind of pro business that Copenhagen Flames had for a while, but then they maybe grew too much and, and kind of collapsed. But it's uh, you're obviously not doing what you said you're going to do nine months later. And this is like kind of classic business, you know? Yeah. There's, uh, there's I'm also, like, yeah. yeah bad I'm also curious about and going out. And that's it. I'm also curious about like the the stands the the line that says something like Preci now stands as a financial vi financially viable organization with promising prospects. I'm like, but where's that? Where does that come from exactly? Like, do you actually like? There's no. I'm sure there's no nobody like buying merch. There's no. But there's there is nobody, merch. I'm just looking at it now. Like okay, but 
Like you have to be but realistic here. And it's like, it's okay, <laughs> like <laughs> obviously on. if you're De if you're in Denmark, you're like most people buy a Strauss merch. Maybe there's not that much space for other people. And it's not like Presea is some big org that people will just stand behind all of a sudden and just buy a bunch of merch. As we said, like the sponsors aren't particularly there in terms of uh, anything other than literally the brand sponsor, which is who the owner of the of the team. And then like, so does that mean like that the financial viability comes from the sale of Nikodos to Heroic? who probably like spent a decent amount because Nikodos had a pretty fresh contract in, in Prezi. And I imagine he had a decent, at least a decent salary. You know, if he's joining from Fnatic, I guess he's going to be on a decent salary in Prezi, uh, even if it's not like the biggest organization, you know, from, so from that perspective, I'm like curious where that financial viability comes from. I don't know. This whole, this whole statement just feels like, like, it feels so weird to me. Like, I absolutely agree with Prof. I don't get it. Do we do we have a conclusion of all of this? Or is it like, should I continue not caring? Do you look, wanna... these players, look, lo looking at Nikodos and the way that they, he's putting up these numbers in CS2 and like you have Dupree and you have like, like, this is not a bad core of people, you know? It's not like I expect this to be like number one Dupree in the world or whatever. Dupree like, Roy and Altex with Volvo yeah. as the coach. I mean, Altex is also a guy that a lot of people had um, kind of as maybe not like the biggest star of a team, but at least like a good rising player that could be like a fifth piece, you know, to a, to a pretty good team, you know? Then you have Dupree with his own, all of his major experience, you know? Um, I was just talking about Nikodos, literally. I mixed it up and it's like, he's literally left heroic now. Anyway. I mean, it's not a bad core either way, you know. Like, it's uh, there are Wait, players that you can pick apart. Just, but let's just say what it. is going to happen. What is going to happen? They play the cold uh, qualifier for the, for the RMR. Maybe they go through. I don't think anyone's going to buy them until they either qualify for the major or don't qualify for the major. Well, if they're at the RMR, it gets a little bit more enticing, surely. Yeah, uh, slightly, slightly. But surely, like, okay. But even then, like, I don't know if, uh, like, okay, you see this this team being at an RMR. Like, does, do they actually sell? At that point, you know, where they think, okay, like we could get the major stickers and like, would we really give the major stickers to a new owner all of a sudden, you know, like things like that. I don't get like this timing just doesn't make sense to me. Like really, they maybe they are just trying to bait somebody into thinking, okay, maybe this team is going to get stickers. You know, they it's worth like a whatever it could be, $500,000 investment into buying this organization. Maybe it's more, I don't know. I'm just throwing out numbers, you know. But like, okay, if you get two million from stickers for the organization, maybe investing five to hundred thousand doesn't sound so bad. But they then don't qualify, and so that risk is like that. It just that didn't work. So I don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand anything. So Lucas has just linked us a tweet here, which came out. That's tonight, right? That was no yesterday. This is yesterday. A sale is not a bad thing. This is from Michael Hertz, who I say is the guess, the owner. He's the owner. And yeah. right now, the esports division is under a electricity company, and his last name is Hertz. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. He's in the right business. Uh, right now, the esports division is under an electricity company. The esports, uh, the esport is now an org, and it has its own way. We just want to secure yeah. the future and the further growth. If there's no interest, we will of course continue. Yeah, it's interesting, um, but I don't really care. Let's move on, shall we? Can I say yeah. one thing? I don't know. You I can, don't know. If we're, yeah, oh on. my god, we're talking about crazy for ten minutes. Yeah, Jesus yeah, yeah. Christ. So, so, so sellout for the Danish scene. Uh, like the month before, uh, like Copenhagen Flames went like bankrupt, they were also out searching for funding. Like, oh, you can buy a piece of uh, Copenhagen Flames and get these returns for your money. And then they closed a month later. So. Rip. Look, I don't know. I, maybe we are being too negative and they're just like, okay, like this was the whole time, like this was just a like passion project, you know, under this electricity company owner who like, okay, like built this esports side of it. 
and now he just wants that to go further. I don't know if we're being too negative about it, and I just don't understand this this angle or what. But it really doesn't sound good that like within a year of an organization's existence, which, by the way, what was it? What what was it used to be? Uh, uh, Lucas, you'll you'll be able to refresh my memory. This Precy came out of a different organization, right? Basically, uh, ambush. They bought up there you ambush. Go. That's the one. That's the one. I couldn't remember, but it used to be like ambushed by Preci, and then Preci decided to like just take over take over the brand yeah. and just have be like the sole sole owner sponsor. I don't know what happened exactly. I don't remember the specific details. And now within nine months, the same owner is like saying, "Okay, now I want somebody else to own it." Like, so I don't I don't get it. I just don't if understand. It goes Maybe somebody for could like very me. low, then then it's fine because like cool core, and you know someone has to pay the salaries. But I I don't see it being sold for like any real money. Let's just right. say that. All right, let's get into something else that um, upset Striker today. Uh, so they, uh, we had, this was, well, a, a week ago now, because the last episode we did, I think, was on the 7th. Uh, so we had the invites come through for EPL. So so teams like Cloud9 were invited to EPL. Uh, obviously, there's the the Louvre teams, and then you have uh, some invites on top of that. Uh, but we have the groups, so we, we may as well just focus in on the groups. But Striker. Uh, knowing that Pro League doesn't start until after the major, so what yeah, are we talking here? Fucking April, and it's a three-week event. Uh, you weren't too happy to see that the groups are being announced already on the 17th of January. Lucas, I put a link in there. If you could bring that up for everybody yeah. at home, we can even uh, show people the groups. Yeah, I mean, the, my point was the whole time is like, okay, like usually, usually tournament, um, like group distributions, when whatever is is usually announced, Let's say with a monthly time, you know, like because because there's not such a need to have it be a little bit earlier because like everybody's coming there for the same time and all that stuff. I get the like I understand the point why they announced it so early. Because hold up, hold up, you're getting it. You're ahead of yourself here because you're already defending what they're doing without saying why no, you got I, upset. I said I said in the first place, like in, even in the tweet, like I understand the point why they did this but it still feels very excessive to to announce it three months ahead of time just because okay like let's say falcons isn't a number number 10 team they're going to be number two team and like by the time paris majors over you know like that's absolutely realistic possibility maybe not maybe yes but there is a possibility that this number 10 rank or whether they have now it is number 10 right like it is a bit hard to read for me um then this number 10 rank is absolutely bogus like it's just we don't know what this team is ranked effectively because they haven't really played and they only have those points from a core that like is now different like a different team same thing like okay ants had a different core now they have glaive and diha but maybe not as drastic same thing with heroic they just garnered a bunch of points from the from the players that they took over they could be much worse than this they could be much better than this 13 13th rank but okay but let's say all these teams are much better than we expected you know and then like these groups become completely imbalanced uh, in three months time because they were distributed way too early you know so like there's tournaments happen i think somebody mentioned that there's melbourne happening in the first uh in the first two groups of the uh of um uh, of the, the pro week, league which yeah yeah, which yeah, should, yeah, be, yeah, so yeah. Th- should be the first two groups um so like this allows the teams you know who would potentially want to qualify for Melbourne or even get invited to Melbourne to actually accept that invite because they know that they don't have to play in the first two groups of EPL, you know? Maybe there was a different way to do it, you know, just telling, okay, you're in one of these two groups, like you're playing this week, but you don't know which one, which of the groups. We can just like separate the two, uh, the 32 teams into two 16 team uh, group, like 
packets or whatever, and then only decide like the, where which one goes within those two groups. I see what you're saying. Later, you know, like to at least give yourself a little bit of a, a time to be able to yeah. to get some more information. Like it's still not great because you're separating the teams already into two different, uh, like what is it called? Pots. Uh, pots. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And but so you're limiting yourself already, but at least you're not limiting yourself to a way that like literally you you've put all the teams in the same group already. You know. So I mean. I don't know if this there was a way that, that this could have been handled differently with everything in mind, but it just feels it feels weird. It feels I weird think, to to know the, the group so far ahead of time. I think that it's it's obviously brought up a, a few points of conversation, right? Because it is it, the key is that the groups are spread out over two different weeks, is a, yeah. which is better than how it normally is of fucking four different weeks in the fifth week being the final like last year. So that like it's already better, but I I see what you're saying. Um, so ideally. We, what what do we think though is a reasonable amount of time to have it announced before? Is it is a month even like if every let's say this was just a standalone week long event? How long before do we think that it, the seeding should be locked and things like this should be locked? I mean, like we're living it, in a hypothetical world right if now. If it obviously. was, if it's a week long event, then like but a week, a week before? and a two or some week week or two, right? Because it doesn't change anything. You just everyone's there at the same time. Yeah um it's for something prep- like like realistically it's just about the preparation right like so that everybody has enough time to to pre- prepare for the specific group specific uh opponents like well, first match and yeah, stuff like that right no matter no matter when that's announced everybody has the same amount of time no 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 that's yeah. but that's not my, my point but it's more like you know to to allow teams to be as prepared as possible for the group of opponents that they have you know it's not about like in, but that's a different uh, conversation imbalance. altogether. Yeah, I know right? it's not about imbalance it's more about or like unfairness you know it's more about like what's the ideal time for you to prepare for the for the opponents you have in a group you know yeah but surely like you don't spend more than a couple of weeks preparing for specific opponents you know for for a tournament you know it's probably not going to happen over over a longer period so uh, how many teams are we getting out of each of these groups right i, I four no i think it's four Three? like it's i mean we're going down to to 16 as before like right like that's not changed for the playoffs yeah yeah i'm so pretty four sure teams from each group yeah Should be so the same. so that's yeah the, and it's I guess the thing is when you have such a large field like you have at Pro League, you definitely have some um, less desirable names in the mix that aren't uh, hugely exciting. That, that tends to happen more often than not. But we would like to have, I guess, you know, well, no, nah, I don't. I, I, I agree. Do we know I, anything about the format uh, of the actual stuff? Like, I is... just think they're going to play the two groups at the same time. I just think they're going to have another stream because normally. When we do Pro League, we run six days a week, right? We run uh, Tuesday through Sunday, and we do three best of threes a day on most of the days, and some days only two best of threes a day. Oh, but we have a, a B stream for the first few days anyway. So I assume it's going to be three best of threes a day, every day, and two streams because it's two groups, and maybe even a third stream in there at some point too. That's me completely guessing, but mm. I'm going through like broadcast maths in my head which is kind of like boy math and girl math thrown together. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yes, yeah, so I, I think I think that would have I'm, to be the case. There have really to be a shitload of streams. Kind of, I don't know. Uh, I don't know why this is, why didn't they just do like Swiss? I think I just want nice. it back online, man. Put Pro League back online. Fuck all this nonsense. Fuck it. Just put it back online, man. Just go back online, man. On the line. We love it on the line. Nothing bad happens on the line, right? Like, look at these qualifiers we just had. No, no one's cheating. Everything's fine. Uh, <laughs> okay. So that was that's Pro League. We'll talk more about the groups uh, <laughs> probably the week before April 23rd. Uh, yeah, but, that's about it. 
yeah, uh, the groups right now, we don't need to dig into them too much, but the main little issue uh, Striker wanted to raise was that. Prof, do you have any anything you want to throw in the ring here? Um, no. no. Actually, actually not. Actually no, it's fair enough. Oh, when I was going through all the topics we had today, I was like, there's not like crazy exciting stuff other than obviously the blast groups, which uh, we have next week. Might and... even call it short, you know. We, we worked a little hard last, last week, right? Yeah. Uh, if there's nothing to talk about. And there, I mean, obviously, we're going to talk about the hour oh, bars yeah. as well. The results. We'll probably still make two hours. But yeah, we'll, as know. we always do. But yeah. Like, yeah, not really a super eventful eventful week, let's just say. And Striker was late, so he has to stay back in class for 10 minutes. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, Brolin has been loaned to Maus from the Ninjas in Pajamas. Uh, so, Brolin will be playing. Uh, so they must have liked him over there in the Abu Dhabs where he stood in for the blast event. Uh, so the, this one here, I look, he, he's, he's a young lad, right? We, we all, everyone seems to like Brolin. Everybody wants to see him return to some good form. Um, and I can imagine for his age group of being, a, like I mentioned, a young lad uh, with, a, with a team full of young lads, I guess it, it probably clicked and they enjoyed their time. So um, I, I feel as well, you know, giving him an opportunity to play in a team like this, he must be very happy about it. I see people who crop up and they're like, "Oh, yeah, but didn't you say I'm fanatic? You didn't want to play in an English-speaking team." I'm pretty he sure he doesn't have a choice, man. At this point, like he, I think he understands this is Sweden's not the way to go at the moment. I don't even know if that was the case, though. Like that, that feels just like a throwaway comment, don't you? Like I mean, that, that fanatic rush at the like, time was. I mean, Karn freaking... literally said it, and like um, that—that's where it came from. You know, I don't think it was Brolin specifically. I mean, Brolin actually did it, did allude to it as well. In because he was asked about it several times because then he went to to an IP you know which was which also then became international so like um like people asked him about it and he's like yeah but I'm okay with it now obviously like what else would you say what would you say you know yeah but like if you're if you're him there were like there were some things about I think Brolin even himself said that there was like a Swedish possible like Swedish team in the works like there was at least an idea of a Swedish team in the works and I heard the same. Like during the uh, kind of like the biggest part of the roster mania, when like Hampus got benched and Brolin got Nork benched, got you know, and all this stuff. That's the point. Over. And then then Nork, yeah. Nork resigned, and that was very clear that that was not going to happen because he would have been a key piece of that. And then you have people like Isaac, and I don't know who we we're missing. I mean, Joel. Uh, Joel's. It would have been. No, yeah. <laughs> it was not Joel or Joel's. It was um, from from what I heard. It was Hampus, Brolin, Nock, uh, Isaac, and Nilo. Oh, then, and then, oh, yeah, yeah, that was then exist, one, exist would be the coach. That's what I yeah. heard. That was like that was like an idea. I just didn't work out. I think you know eventually, like I feel like I'd probably Nock felt like Apex was a better call in the future. Wise, I would imagine. You know, that's that's why he ended up resigning, and that just falls through in that moment. You know, everybody just goes their separate ways. Also, it's probably not so easy to pitch somebody a, a Swedish, uh, a Swedish core of players. You know, especially to, to, because to get... like. What I heard was an IP was asking for a lot for Hampus right. and Brolan, especially if they go together and then take over like, oh, now they have a Swedish, not, I don't want to say super team, but like ambitious yeah, project, but they, right? They, definitely, they would definitely take some of the some of the lightning from an IP who still kind of hail themselves as Swedish and want to at least in part uh, ha have that um, have those roots. So I Surely think like from all these... that's gone now. Come on now, an IP. Yeah, you but, they were, still, but still. they were still like, even now, you know, they were still trying to, they were still they saying... one Swede. Yeah, and they moved the academy to a to an international uh, team as well, even though like the core is still Swedish. But they are making another academy that's going to be all Swedish, apparently. Uh, but anyway, like you understand the point, right? Like 
Sawing a whole like first of all, some of the bios would have been high. Then getting all the all the Swedish players under one org would have been difficult, like finding the right org. And so like future wise, if you're like a guy like Nock, if you're a guy like Isaac, I don't know what his deal with game religion is. You know, at the moment, maybe he's also resigned or something, and we would still get to hear about it. But like it probably wouldn't have been a thing. So like if you don't build that, then Sweden's dead. Like you don't really have a second good option. Like everything else is kind of like grassroots. It's not like you know, some of these teams like Godsend and uh, what's the other team at this Met Esport, right? That's the one, that's the team. Yeah. Um, like those are like decent teams. They have some some good pieces, but like you're not going to get to like elite events consistently with those, you know? So if you're Brolan, you're, of course, you're going to go to Mouse. Oh, yeah, but this is interesting to see, right? So it's, uh, it's, uh, is it, do they put the amount of time on the loan? Uh, he's, but he's, I he's think just three it months. It might have been right? until the end of the major, but I don't know if. Uh, Checking now. I'm checking it. I'm checking, yeah, I'm checking if they if they said anything about it. I, I suppose it, it multi-month loan. Multi-month <laughs> loan. Did they say I that? Or? I, I, make, I made this up. I made this oh, okay, up. Okay, okay. But everyone's just saying it's multi-year. Multi-day. Brolin has become part of Mao's joining on loan for an IP. Uh, bring a wealth of experience. Da, 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 da. Standard appearance later. Uh, okay. Well, I'm just looking at what money signed with an IP. So he signed with an IP in 20. Um, early 2022 so like you would imagine he has another year on his contract at the moment because it's uh this like two years from then so there's no way it's more than like whatever six months well this this works out for both right parties if it goes well when they like brolin then they'll probably try and snatch him up on a more permanent basis which is where i guess if nip have dynamic uh, pricing on their buyout then maybe it goes up uh or if it doesn't go well and, and Mao's shit the bed and they don't get the results they're looking for, then they can search someone else that isn't Brolin. So uh, I guess just with the major rolling around so quickly, this makes a, a lot of sense for the team. So we'll get to see more of them taking place actually tomorrow because tomorrow is when the closed qualifiers kick off for the RMRs and Mao's yep. are one of the teams. So, and they uh, play against five uh, ballers. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. Do we, we do have a little bit of a Swedish conversation to be had. Yes, okay. Pretty hype. Pretty pretty nice. Pretty nice to see uh, JW going uh, to to this uh, the state of the RMR um, or the major cycle essentially, and uh, we'll see play if, against if former they, teammates if they have like more gas in the tank and they go further. Like they showed some promise last year after like Flusha retired, then they found a new fifth, and domestically they've been pretty solid and some some international online success. So. Maybe, I don't know, maybe we have uh, another Swedish team at the RMR, which would be pretty cool. Can you just show this, Lucas? It's funny how, like, it almost seems like we're trying to start something, you know, with, like, if you go down to the lineups and uh, you go for the, to, like, to the two two highlighted players. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's so funny that it's bro against JW. Yeah. Even though, like, right. this is statistic, you know, this is statistical. So it's like, it's absolutely automatic. We did we don't specifically assign these. But it's a like, storyline. If you go down yeah. to down to lineups, there you go. Uh, like bro, bro against JW. It's so it's just so JW cool. one eleven rating. Can't fuck with that, you know. No, not bad. Well, we'll we're going to be talking a bit more about the eyeballers shortly. Uh, there's three things that I need to acknowledge. Uh, I had them in chat. Someone wanted me to say performance. They didn't like that. I don't. I guess they had an issue with the way that I was doing that. Someone wanted me to close the door, but I uh, live on my own and I, I want to allow the air to, to circulate. And um, there was one more question, not about the hat. There was something what, else in here. Something about the beard? Uh, yeah, I don't know what it was. Did you trim the beard yourself or did you go somewhere? No, I went to a barber. Yeah, I okay. A proper barber. I don't, I don't think I could do that. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be impressed if that was you. 
Yeah, no, I'm definitely, definitely can't do that myself. Okay, uh, whew, little little next piece of news we could jump into here. Um, EG officially leaves Counter Strike. Great. The writing was on the wall. The players were being released. We saw this all happening over a period of time. Um, the management was run by a bunch of. Oh, I was going to use some choice language there. I just oh. really, really restrained you're, you're myself. So Dimitri didn't. So Dimitri didn't have to delete the the word that I say. The, yeah. the algorithm and the light. Um, so great. See you later. Don't let the door hit you on the way out or do I mean, whatever. The autom- fuck. The automatic tweet said it all. Uh, what do you say? <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed, missed the prison or whatever. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I enjoyed jail, whatever. It was like, yeah, if automatic is shitting on you, then you know you did like, you, you had a few missteps. That, uh, that's Apparently Valens is staying there though. Isn't he staying as like head of esports or something like that? I probably got yeah. the term wrong, but Fucking... he's staying over there. That sounds great. Head of esports of of, of no what? teams. Yeah. yeah, they have like Valorant, and they're just only writing it out there. So I'm not like not to understand. Head of gaming. Head of gaming is, ah. the, is the title. It is well, hilarious though how the bad management that everybody said was bad ran a bad job, and it all went bad. So that you know, who would have thought? <laughs> exactly. Who would have thought that one was going to happen? So that that's uh, that's that's about it, really. Uh, I don't really, I, I, even during the time, I think my stance on EG was if they want to like burn money, that's up to them, right? I even, I, I didn't even bother bitching about them because it was just so fucking pathetic. It felt like I was just punching down too much. It was like, you know, kicking a puppy or something. It's like, well, and it's like, it was even worse in other games. You know, there were a lot of reports about like mis, mishandling of the players, like mistreatment, you know, of some of the players that like, like making them burn out and all that stuff. There was a lot of bad bad things um being reported about the eg from other games as well for people who don't know like i'm sure like just google it like there's there's like three four different reports yeah. that were all pretty damning yeah. which is like and that's outside of counter-strike which okay wasn't maybe bad in terms of uh, treatment or how it was being run but it definitely bad in terms of results and driven to the ground so what what can you do yeah, I mean, Richard wrote, I don't know how many, I saw too many <laughs> like, articles and videos. I'm like, how many can he do on this team? Like, what the fuck is going on there? I read like first few and then most of them were above Dota. So I'm like, okay, I'm just giving up. This is, this yeah. is, a, this is a lost cause. Right? And of course, he also gave him like one of his awards, which is like, he's calling Gonzo awards because that's like what his, his old nickname or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, it's like just shitting on everybody at the, that, that things that he finds, uh, ridiculous so i mean just like get a room yeah it's uh it's not not a sad day out there to see eg depart obviously some people are like oh you know it's a shame to lose such a you know a big brand or whatever but if these places are going to be co-opted by these fucking muppets running them then this is this is what's going to happen right so uh okay well that's the recent news i don't know if there's too much more that really was sticking out this new young orpa i saw some people tweeting about ukrainian kid how we say his name bermilov uh joins mouse nxt as an orpa oh there was this stuff about this cons guy cheating did you guys see this this uh estonian player i watched the like a few minutes of this demo review and then i just gave up i'm like I'm isn't the gonna... demo review done by somebody from mal's nxt yes i'm like what, what what are we doing how did we get here how does this the standard that we subject ourselves to like if if a guy isn't like tracking someone for like two minutes or like insta headshotting everyone i don't want to hear about a fucking demo review bands like it's it's ridiculous it's actually look, ridiculous. I, I'm not going to say one way or another. Like I watched a little bit of stuff. I saw some videos getting posted and that type of shit. And I watched some of it. But when I was watching the one with the coach of Mao's NXT reviewing, I was like, 
why is this uploaded like what, of course what, what, what is happening here how, and it's also the bad the bad thing is that like okay this is the opponent of of the team that exactly that, that he's representing you know so That's like using point. exactly like so that so using uh using the evidence that somebody who's obviously very uh biased in this case and uh using that as like experts um analysis like expert analysis of of a case you know that's that is shoddy already you know so like the fact that they uploaded it on their own channel is like the reason for for the ban that's also a bit shoddy look i'm not making it this like i'm not making uh making it sound like he did cheat or didn't cheat i'm just like first of all as prof said like demo bans should be like that those should only come when it's like extremely obvious Rage like in a way where it's like it's absolutely like you're just like constantly locking on people and like through the walls and like shooting at the walls, like when where people are standing, all this kind of stuff, you know, like where it's happening like multiple times in the same round, things like that, you know, where like it's absolutely undeniable that he's cheating, you know, like but things like that that are just about like game sense or like people just like seem to know that where that that player is that they or that they know that there could be a player, things like that, you know, like, even if it happens a lot in a match. It could be a bunch of coincidences. That's the problem. Like, unless you have very, very conclusive proof, like you shouldn't be able to ban just on on demo review. You know, it feels like something that that used to happen in I don't know, ten years ago when I was when I was an admin. Ages, like, I did that. I did that as an admin in like a fucking local league that was like super shit. Like, didn't like didn't have anything any like sort of particular integrity. You know, and it's like crazy. Mate, we like I remember playing back in Oz stuff and we knew there was a couple guys and they were players who like once they would play like national events and they were really good on land. But we fucking knew online at home, you know, they were loading up the cheaty G's and they were having a good time just being fucking scumbags. We knew they were cheating, right? We fucking knew, but we couldn't do anything about it. They didn't get caught by whatever dog tier anti-cheat we had back in the day. And like you're saying, you can't go around banning off of like a, a, a demo review. Like I mean, unless, look, unless I it is like, like spin at least, at least I understand if it's like, like uh and uh like an unbiased expert or something like that at least i can understand but you know this is like so many alarm bells bells are ringing when i see like they banned him on the basis of the analysis of somebody who played against him and got eliminated by him i think got eliminated i actually didn't the uh, don't know if they lost i think they did lose to the to to the prodigies so um so it's like how how can you use that as like your official review or official reason for his ban you know it's yeah. uh, just a huge it, it, the the damage it does for a player is insane so that's why it, it's just like the it's always the same it's uh talk when we talked about people using the coach bug or like did players know and stuff like this is like a lot of things might seem like they are a certain way but unless you know you are like subjugating a, a person that might be innocent to like so much shit right this might ruin someone's career uh just because he played like played stupid like there's so there are some peaks that i was like oh he's he's pre-aiming this bro he's not pre-aiming anything like it's so i don't know maybe he's just maybe he doesn't know where the angle is that's that's the whole thing it's, it wasn't i don't know didn't watch the whole thing but um shouldn't be happening in yeah. 2023 just should, 2024 actually I think I think the like the, the again like I, I'm not here to say he is cheating or isn't cheating. It's just more about the way that this kind of stuff is being presented. I, d yeah. I don't know if it's it's got if it's got legs, and and that's that is the issue. That is why LAN is the holy grail because we know that everybody's playing on the on the same circumstances and stuff, right? So, uh, and and I think the three of us uh, have been through the scene more than long enough to see these things come and go, and that's not even at this modern day era, right? This is even just back in the day, so. 
Um, yeah, this will be interesting to see how this one develops or if it even does develop. I'm not sure what anybody can or will do about it. Uh, so we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, I have are... cons on Len. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like he came yeah. to uh, like Gamebox, which uh, we were for. It, okay. It, but, but it was a Bayok. So, uh, oh, he but, could have been but, cheating, is what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, he could have installed something, but that, like he couldn't have any radar or anything like that, and they still mm. won everything. Yeah, there you okay. go. So, right. so even I've like had these guys on that. Maybe he's uh, using new AI cheats or something. So you can't knows? even you can't can't even make that like famous line. Just do it on LAN. So you did it on LAN. I mean, when when you do do it on LAN, it's the whole like you know. You, you get a computer without internet and you set everything up with your configs and then you play. That's like do it online. But that's like do it do it hardcore online. Let's yeah. not like that's not just do it online. It's like do it do it online online. Yeah. But it yeah. it's a it it as an admin, it's a bit weird uploading an explanation video with the coach from one of the teams. Like it was like the coach made a video arguing why they should have like gotten a ban. And then they're like, Yeah, we agree. And here's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it wasn't even independently done. If yeah, it was like independently no. done or something, then maybe we can start having a conversation here. So what if I made a video on the contrary? Like, wh what are we doing? I can imagine Prodigy's fucking doing a video. Exactly. Like, I was going to yeah. say, like, Prodigy's <laughs> just upload their own fucking response to this. And the, 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 what, the, what do the organizers do then? So like, they upload okay, this, we have... this is why we unbanned cons. <laughs> just to <laughs> upload it like that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That, that's what would happen, man. But it is, yeah. this is fucking serious. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's just uh, the the integrity is non-existent. Yeah, it's 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 well, fucking. What is yeah. it? The loading screen in uh, CS2 says, "Hey, sometimes your opponent just yeah, has a good right. day." Has a good yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, well, we're going to transition right now and go into the major circle conversation. Wait, wait, wait. We'll... Did we did we talk about Jax or am I crazy? No, no. Jax, it, but Tia dropped. TSM missed out. We'll, we'll talk about them in the major circle oh, okay, stuff, fair right? Because we got to talk about bleed and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So what I want to do is I want to transition to this conversation where we will talk more about cheating because uh, of this Acros anti-cheat and stuff. But can we start with Skinnyer, Lucas? Are you ready to do Skinnyer? Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, we yeah, can do, do it. But, uh, the, yeah. Do we do ads after that? Yeah, we'll do Skinnyer. Okay. Then we'll do ads, and then we'll continue the conversation about the the major circuit uh, so far with the open and closed qualifiers and all that kind of good stuff. All right. Cool. Uh, so we're going to be doing uh, Who Wants to Be a Skinnyer brought to you by Trader.gg. Type Trader in chat right now if you want to, uh, well, enter. It's it's a raffle. Uh, you and everybody else in chat, type in Trader in chat. Uh, have the opportunity to win a denomination of a skin that uh, Prof and Striker are going to be answering questions for. We have five questions, multiple choice. Every question they get correct, the little slider will make its way up. There is a grand prize of a $50 skin available. And if they get fuck all correctly, it uh, could be anywhere from $15, $7.50, $2.50, $2 So once more, who wants to be a skinny there? Bought to you by Trader.gg. And the both of you can now work together here again this week. Uh, gentlemen, are you ready to get things underway? Uh, Striker just reset his headset. I think maybe he needs five yeah, seconds. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, you okay. didn't miss a lot. It's back yeah, all right, here we go. Uh, is, whatever. Yeah. I can. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter anymore. Steel Series doesn't sponsor the show. I was just yeah. gonna plug them. I don't like. Oh, fuck it. All right. Oh, that's. I can go back to wearing my Sennheiser headset. But I do. I. I will actually say 
now that they're actually they're not sponsoring us, this headset is fucking amazing. I just literally changed the fucking battery. You got two batteries. And Why don't you great. say that while they were sponsoring us? Maybe I they'll did. still be sponsoring we us. We were <laughs> we were plugging this forever, man. But now it actually has value because they're not sponsoring. So this I mean, this is actually value, absolutely independent. Has value before, but now maybe you know yeah. well, a little well, bit more value. Whoever our future peripheral sponsor is, I'm sure your I'm sure, headset's going to sure be like even better. I'm sure I like that one even better. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's do this. Question number one. These questions are around the major cycle. Uh, the legend stage of the major has been renamed to what? Sudden death stage, elimination stage, or the weed out stage? Not to do with <laughs> marijuana. Like the question for the like $1,000 you know, at the yeah. beginning of whatever. Maybe weed in stage. What? Um, it's it's B, whatever whatever it is. I can't read. Elimination. Elimination, elimination stage. Looking at B, correct answer there is you go. elimination. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, right. we're good. Good stuff. One from one. All right, let's get into question number two. Which of these three teams didn't retain their core three from the Paris Major? Into the Breach, Gamer Legion, or Fnatic? Fnatic. Fnatic, yep. Yeah, into ITB. the breach kept kept Thomas or like brought brought back Thomas just to brought it back from the dead, to mate. retain the core. Yeah. Uh, did you see uh, talking about that? Did you see Neil M's tweet? He put out a tweet saying, uh, "What's Neil been up to?" Open qualifiers over. ITB are looking for an emergency sub for the RMR. The player can be registered even if played any qualifier. If interested, DM. Oh, I wonder who for. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I mean, what oh this could get very juicy couldn't it okay oh, i didn't see that okay it's like three hours ago and into the yeah. breach have rallon crucial thomas masuta and bemis it's rallon crucial and thomas that make up the core i suppose one of them could be yeah okay anyway we'll see what happens anyway yeah okay be uh, masuta and bemis to round out that roster all right question number three how many teams from the EU closed qualifiers go to the EU RMRs? Is the answer 16, 17, or 21? 21. 21. 21. 21. Okay. He's got frauds in Atlanta. You want me to lock in 21? I just, know, I just know it's 8, 8, and then from the last chance is 5, so it's 21. There we go. That. He knows, he knows the maths. numbers. So that's kind of crazy. There's 32 teams playing in the EU closed qualifiers and 21 of the teams go to the RMRs. That's fucking good odds. That's pretty, that's good, pretty good, yeah. yeah. So from the decider teams, there's six teams. So that's the two, three teams in the Swiss <laughs> go to a fucking little decider bracket and only one way, team misses out. Imagine just, that. Imagine you're I, the one team. I just read, read, read the Neilam thing over and that, could it just mean that they're just looking for somebody like somebody decent enough to, to the richest or just in case something happens? I feel like that's uh, what it means. We'll have hmm. to get Neil M on the line. We'll yeah. have to call him in. We should have a red phone with Neil's name on it. All right, hey, question message, number four. Message him. Question number four. Yeah. Prof's going to message Prof's him while we can, can go Who is the highest ranked team as per HTV World Rankings in the EU's closed qualifier? Is it A, VP, B, Navi, or C, Mouse? It's Mouse. They're number three, so those then Mouse is in the close qualifier. So I thought that was gonna be hard. Yeah, I was gonna do hard, but then I just thought I just did some fun. What was the What was the hard question? None of them are hard, man. They're all easy. But what was But what did you want to do as a hard question? I'm curious. I don't know. I was gonna fucking do results that happened, but you guys didn't watch. So that'd be bullshit, unfair, because you were at the award show and stuff. So it wouldn't have been. That wouldn't have been cool. Yeah, some of that. No, no, no. Like from open qualifiers or some shit. Yeah. Well, here's a Jesus. hard one. This is the hardest one. Question number five. NIG was eliminated from the open qualifiers Ooh. by who? Boss, Rocket, or Rocket. Badass? Rocket. It was Rocket. Rocket. Yeah, that's I think. correct. I that read this correct. news. Yeah. Read this news. 
And uh, congrats to us and congrats to you, Chad, already getting one prediction in. Did Greyhound go through or they didn't play it? They, uh, Greyhound, they haven't played, well, they have to play, they have to qualify through the Oz uh, uh, closed qualifier first, and then okay. they go to the RMR. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the winner of the $50 voucher for Trader.gg, our lovely skin sponsor, is Retrack, R-I-T-R-A-C-K. Been following since 2022. Congratulations to Retrack or Rytrack or fucking Pikachu, however you say your name. <laughs> Out people reach out. I was thinking Raichu, but then I just okay. I, I backed up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. He's yeah. devolved, not evolved. Out people reach man, out to your like people. Crazy, crazy chain logic, man. Yeah, man. My brain is on fire right now. It's on all cylinders. Don't you worry about that. All right, all right. Well, uh, we'll reach out to you. We'll get you the voucher for the skin, and you can uh, buy yourself something nice over there at Trader.gg, our lovely skin sponsor. All right, all right, all right. Let's keep uh, this rolling. Let's get into the ads, and we'll be B with some conversation. Best esports odds. VIP program and a variety of bonuses. Fast and easy withdrawals. Bet on every possible CSGO matching tournament, as well as any other esports game. Only on 22Bet. Do you want to change your boring old skins for awesome new ones fast, without losing a lot of value, and without the risk of getting scammed? Go to Trade.it.gg and safely trade your items within 60 seconds. Just select which items you want to trade from your inventory and choose whatever skin you want from Trade.it's inventory. Click Trade, verify the trade on Steam, and you're good to go. With the biggest inventory available for the lowest trading fees on the market, Trade.it.gg is your go-to whenever you want to play with new skins. That's the quickest ad break you guys never paid for. So that's 40 seconds of your life you won't get back, but we'll get to keep it. And we're going to cherish that 40 seconds together, all of us. You at home, us here, uh, and anybody watching from the future on the mediums of YouTube, Spotify, and all that other good stuff. Uh, so yeah, we're going, to, we're going to keep this one going. And as mentioned, we're going to be talking about, uh, well, the major circuit thus far. So we've had open qualifiers going on. We've had closed qualifiers as far as North America is concerned. Uh, so maybe we start with NA and just quickly, uh, you know, leap off of that point of NRG uh, not qualifying. So the fact that they didn't make it through the open qualifiers is is, is pretty fucking brutal. That's um, rough, man. Because like we were even talking about this chat when we were like traveling back or something, hmm. uh, that there's like seven relevant teams in NA and it's like, there would something would have to happen like for for one of them not to make it for them to like meet weirdly and like against each other all the time or something didn't even have to happen yeah and I, I, lucas i'm going to link right now the teams who are currently in attendance for the uh, america's rmr in monterey because we still have to have the south american qualifiers to go down uh furia is already in based off of their placement of the previous major uh but the teams that qualified through that north american closed qualifier uh were complexity wildcard which is stanis law's team i think the really interesting thing about stanis law's team is you know like we've seen infinite before like his name popped up uh, at one point sonic we know obviously the south african uh he's been around the traps for a little bit longer uh, but then you look at these other two new gentlemen Bro, wait wait wildcard's coach is horvey the Brazilian guy who was like at the point like touted as the next big thing and then had like a few other teams kind of that's that's also crazy. Wait, that's you're right. Crazy. What the fuck happened there? Where did he come from, Ryan? What? That's crazy. 
That's really interesting. We have to get to the well, maybe not right now, but we'll have to descend. We'll have to send a detective uh, squad out to find out how that situation unfolded. That's very curious. Okay, so I mean, Harvey the, the coach. That he's coaching too, so that's kind of crazy. Interesting. And then it was the two newer bucks that I was going to mention: um, Slight and JBA. Are these names that have ever really come across your desk? Slight is twenty-one. JBA looks. Yeah, I was going to say he's got baby face. Nineteen. Yeah. Uh, so they're, they're they're two newer newer young guns that Stanislaw's got under his wing here. I think it's pretty impressive that uh, Stanislaw was able to get this team through, and I'm pretty sure they went through in the three O fashion, right? Yep. yep. So yeah, that's so people are saying JBA was impressive. JBA is the future. JBA is nice with it. So this is all cool that like Zuma lingo I guess we're using here. <laughs> um, so that that's some good props that, that they're getting. So I thought that was curious. Um, Boss, M80, Liquid, Rocket, Badass, and Nouns. Uh, Nouns announced Adren, uh, part of the coaching staff alongside of Semphis. Um, which is the team with the guys that nobody likes? Is that Badass? Um, I think it's Badass. Like with Snav and those guys, Shane. No. I think they have a pretty bad reputation in America. I remember a lead putting some. Note was note was in chat. I don't know if he can fill us in. I don't know if he still is. Did he just tune in for the giveaway? That would be actually kind of. Hilarious. <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. think. Can he win? Is is not even allowed to win? Well, I guess oh, he can do whatever he wants. Me. Let's go. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, nouns are, are pretty decent. They had. Uh, some some roster changes. I guess CJ the King came in recently. They got rid of yeah. Cynic, right? Cynic, Cynic was there. Out. He went to yeah. he's now in boss. But like these two teams, like Badass and Rocket, I barely know any names. Like I haven't seen them at all. So I think that's uh cool to have them at the RMR, see if there's something there, you know, maybe some uh, new talent coming through in, in NA, right? And uh same with like uh, JBA who has good stats. So combination but the combination of, with sonic and stanislav who i thought sonic was out of playing competitively but yeah. i guess that one game against device he just got, he got like, it back. no but uh, we're actually doing something on jba notes notes uh, is talking to some people about him so there's the, okay. there's, there's gonna be something coming out i oh, don't know what cool. what point but but yeah awesome it was great to see, like you know, the up and coming talent from that that part of the world. Be nice to get somewhat of a North American resurgence at some point. But uh, we'll be joined over there in the uh, Americas RMR by seven teams from the South American qualifier. We can uh, check in on that, I suppose, at some point uh, as we're going through this evening. Um, yeah, Liquid doing well. Like they lost one game to M80, but other than that, they've been. Looked pretty good. And they've all had some close games. I, I know they're they like, best yeah. at ones, but they've had some close games. And I, I mentioned this uh, the other day. I think it was yesterday when I was doing the, the talk and counter stuff. And someone said, oh, Sponge, like, why are you giving Liquid a hard time over online results, but you were letting G2 off the hook? And I just think it's two completely different kettles of fish. Online in Europe is like actual competition. And online in North America is kids who aren't even like semi-professional is not a word that what they do is yeah. they probably win fpl to make some money whereas like the teams that g2 are playing online they're playing against like aurora who are probably i don't know how much they get paid to play but they but would definitely get paid playing full time in terms of hours they're they're playing like the the seven eight nine ten hours probably uh, especially the eastern european teams that are usually grinding more than the even the the western european teams let's just say <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I just the the liquid stuff. I get it's early on in the team's development, but when I look at the class and caliber of every player on that roster, I'm not expecting. I know how Counter Strike goes. You lose the pistol, you force buy. The third round, you have to eco. The fourth round's the gun round. You lose that. That you had to save two guns. 
you're fucking four or five rounds in the hole. Like I like I get it. We're we're doing MR MR twelve now as well, so it can get away from you. But I don't know. I just I I was expecting a little bit more domination, and maybe that's that's an unrealistic expectation of me. And maybe Liquid will show up to the blast groups next week and just absolutely you know roll over teams. Um, maybe there's more teething issues with bringing Katie into the fold and the way they want to approach the game than, than maybe I've given it credit for. I mean, some of the games were domination. There were some 16-4, 16-2s, yeah, but uh, the game like wildcard, 16-12 over time, 13-11 against uh, loss uh, and shit like um, that. The armor was even kind of rough too. Like, not rough, but like pretty close. Honestly, in, in my eyes, these are good results. You know, okay. as long as you avoid any anything... At, the, at no point were they like in danger of not going through. First open qualifier, they go through uh, Armar, they lose one best of one. Uh, now they're playing the IM China qualifier. They went through the open qualifier. Like in my opinion, this is this is great. Like if they qualify for both of these things, that's a that's a great yeah. uh, great start for the team that they have like two tournaments coming up. And obviously the Armar is a must like that. That there's no way around. They have getting, to qualify. they have to get to the major. They have yeah. to get to the major. I think that's a, a, a fair surmise of the situation. Yeah. Um. Okay. So maybe let me see if I can bring up some of the the South American stuff here as well. I'm just going to do a bit of clicking around right now. Uh. I guess some of the names that we'd be expecting from from South America, right? Like Fluxo, like who Imperial, like who else? Who else is is there other than Furia, right? Taco's team didn't make it. Everyone's fucking up in arms about that prof can't believe it taco dodged the fucking award show to lose in an open qualifier prof That's... comments i was like within hours though didn't you say uh, yeah i mean i don't know what to say i guess it was a bit of a miscalculation on his side in terms of like committing to both things which were kind of impossible just so that was it was just it was just it was funny optimistic. to get that it was funny to get like an email from his manager being like oh he, he can't come and then like five hours later he's eliminated so i'm like okay i guess this was kind of obvious that this was going to happen and like uh but whatever that shit happens maybe uh hopefully he comes next year uh, i got a there's a comment somewhere on on instagram or something like why is there no brazilian representation at the <laughs> award show i'm like first of all everyone none of them are nominated for for anything except uh fluxo uh, fluxo demons the women's team which we flew out and they, and they have the boot camp after and let's just say flying from Brazil on like no notice is pretty expensive. They're they're definitely the most expensive team to get there uh, at the at the award show. So um, we did our best to to have Brazilian representation. We reached out to everyone, but you know, Furia also was starting their boot camp and stuff like that. So they're yeah. in Malta, so full yeah. and you know, I didn't physically see him, but I saw in his story. Uh, Lucas, I just linked. I don't know if you've brought it up or not. I just linked. Uh, if you can scroll down to where all the teams are. So this is for the uh, South American RMR closed qualifier. Uh, so you got, so I obviously missed some key names. MIBR being one of them. Uh, I'd say MIBR is the favorite of all this. 9Z, people were saying, buddy, Max, DGT, Buddha, still going. Martinez joining this team, which was mm -hmm. uh, quite a curious one. We spoke about that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Biggie Zero still in pain. What Imperial, obviously, just flicking through here. Who else is really Pretty legacy? Cold Zeros. Yeah. Same, same names that you would kind of expect and that you would see in these close qualifiers and RMRs previously. So, no, no huge surprises, honestly. I think like the fact that Fluxor is ranked so low, I guess they just haven't been playing stuff because they're still on the Valve ranking. Uh, so, they, they got through and they're chilling. 
It's just a bunch of classic names, Bestia as well, like Argentinians. Actually, no surprises here in terms of in terms of teams. Well, seven names from this list get through, so uh, just under fifty percent of the field. So we'll uh, keep up with that one. That one is starting on Friday, nineteenth to the twenty-first for that one there. Um, and if people like, obviously, you've had the award show going on, props to you. You've been pretty snowed under. But I've been watching uh, now as we can transition into, I guess, talking more about the European side of things. I've been watching like a lot of these games. A lot of uh, different people are streaming, and Maui's doing North American games and European games. Mm -hmm. I'm watching Olaf whether he's playing or whether he's sitting there with exists in Teamspeak. And excuse me, they're talking about the matches and stuff. Um, you can always find a game. Now, personally, I'm more enjoying the streams that I'm tuning into. Like, I think Smuya gave, like, had someone stream on his behalf and was casting and stuff. I've been enjoying more of these, like, chill hangs where they're just talking about the games as they're happening yeah. and flicking through. And, oh, like, this team beat this team. That's me. These guys are going to play these guys because the Swedes, there's a big contingent on them. I think Vendetta was in there for a little while with yeah. them. I know he's not yeah. Swedish, but... I was watching one with, like, Exist and, and Vendetta and Brolan as well. Yeah. And, uh, and Olof, it was, it was really nice. Those kind of things, just having those general conversations, you kind of feel like you're a fly on the wall and everyone's watching the CS together and you're hearing the comments about what's happening and stuff. Um, so yeah, like I, I've been enjoying that kind of the atmosphere that it's been providing. Um, so that's been a, a good little, a good little bit of fun. Uh, and there's plenty more of that happening because, uh, tomorrow is when the closed kicks off for Europe. Uh, that's good. Is closed yeah. also open to be streamed to everyone? I believe so. I think you need to be somewhere on a discord or something to get the, well, that was the case initially with the open, uh, yeah. but then in the bracket, Right on challenger mode, it just started to become available that you could just click and get the okay. IP through the bracket and you didn't need to request anymore. Because I, I joined the Discord and stuff as soon as I saw that was the case because I thought that maybe I was going to stream some of the open games. I never really got around to I've just been playing too much face it. Um, but uh, yeah, you can just get the IPs pretty easily. Um, and I've just I've been loving the community aspect of it. There's obviously the IEM Chengdu. I tried to I tried to leak that on the on that show we did with the calendar and nobody fucking picked up on it. I said even Chengdu I before it was even announced. No even one even I picked up. Yeah. I Fuck. honestly thought that was already out, so yeah, those I didn't even know at that time that it was gonna be Chengdu, so Bro, sponge in this leaker era. So it's right. like leaking everything. I didn't even mean to. I actually thought it was out as well. I didn't actually I didn't actually so mean to. So somebody got in touch and you like told no, you nobody, that Nobody said anything to me, um, so I guess nobody even realized that I nobody said Nobody else it. noticed either. Nah, that's that's funny as. And I've also said in like past episodes where the fucking fall event is going to be, and people haven't even like picked up on that one either. So I was like, oh, okay. I've just everyone keeps speculating if it's going to be in Australia, and I've said like I've said no about a million times. Not in yeah. Australia. I, as far as I'm aware, there's no plans to go back to Australia for an IEM anytime in 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 the recent in in the near future. Uh, so, so where is it going to be? I'm not going. I'm not. I, I'm, <laughs> now I can't. Now I can't. If people are <laughs> too much focus attention. on that, like, we yeah, have is to it going to be in Brazil? It's going to be in a country that we've been to before. How's that sound? Well, there you go. It seems like it's not Antarctica, man. There you go. You guys can I go am Katowice too. You can go. Yeah, right. They're going to run a second one of those in the year. All right, but let's let's jump into some of these European teams now. This is where I want the help from our friends in Twitch chat. And uh, that's why Your I'm friends. calling you our friends. Uh, throw names out there now, guys, of teams that you thought or teams that you, the bigger names of stature that didn't get through the open qualifiers. <laughs> Just throw them out there. 
throw them into the world and we'll talk about them one at a time. We can start with TSM because we started talking about that briefly just before. Uh, obviously, there's this Jack's news of him uh, no longer being on the roster or well benched over there at TSM. Who I got uh, the chat going. It did. They love it. They're fucking active. Everyone's saying bleed. Uh, Valde, Moto, mm -hmm. Inters, Joel, and Jax was there with Regin as the newly appointed coach. Uh, Joel being that more recent addition. But ever since they didn't qualify for the closed portion of the qualifiers, uh, Jax is now benched. So uh, any surprises with this one, gentlemen? I mean, the surprise maybe is that like they only made like the top 32 once in four qualifiers, which is kind of crazy to me that even that far they didn't get... On any occasion, I would have to go back and look through who they actually lost to. I remember, I, I know I read most of it and like I was following most or most of it, but I don't even remember half of those. One of them was Havu. That's the one that they actually made through, made it uh, that far. But for the rest, I would have to go back. And that's, that is a massive, like they didn't even get close. That's the point, you know? Yeah, I, I, I look at this is another team that I never even really paid too much attention to. It just didn't feel like I was ever going to make a splash. They're stuck in this, um, they're stuck in this like extremum style online tier two, tier three, tumble drive type situation. And uh, I guess that's a nice little alley-oop, isn't it, Prof, into uh, the bleed situation. Everybody everybody uh, enjoying or not enjoying this one for what it is. Um, bleed obviously not checking in for the, the third qualifier. Um, yeah. how, how do we feel about the fact that the qualifier was limited in the first place. How, how, does, how does that make you feel? Doesn't, so, uh, doesn't, feel that, doesn't feel that good, but also it also makes sense in, in a way because like okay. takes a, a specific amount of time to finish a bracket, right? So you saw what happened. Obviously, then you can maybe start earlier in the day, but then, you know, that also makes makes it like you're playing so many hours of Counter-Strike, you know? So but It's also because of working people and stuff like that. And like anybody who works can actually play oh, them. And with all the that. times? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, because like during the week, you yeah, like but, you want but, to start but, but, at XYZ and shit like that. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Shouldn't it be open to everybody? Isn't that the whole point? I yeah, mean, this open doesn't mean that everyone can play at the same time. It just means but, that everyone can play. So uh, okay. obviously it wasn't okay. in the rules as well. So then was it, it wasn't challenger mode, but it wasn't on the rules. I'm just playing kind of devil's advocate here. I think ideally, obviously it would be good to, to have that, but it, it just seems like a bunch of these problems are like oversights and not really thinking it through and then just being like, oh, well, um, well, we're it is what it is. It's thousand, a thousand teams, right? Um, kind of had 3000. That that was the crazy part, yeah. I mean, it kind of makes sense if you compare the the, the population, but still, it's kind of even from uh, like the reception that people got at the CS Asia Championships, like you know, fans swarming players and all that stuff at twenty four seven, and we literally hadn't seen that before, even in China. You know, like we just suddenly the game just got huge apparently there over the past I don't know a couple of years. Which and is this, cool. Yeah, I mean that is that is super cool. I mean to be like. If you actually look at it, you know, fifteen hundred people that had registered for the—that's uh, oh, fifteen thousand. Sorry, fifteen thousand people. You know, how many how many people live in China? It's like one point one point something billion. Well, that, look, just other than the China population, there's a couple of interesting things in chat right now. Liam G has said it was written on the rules on Challenger mode from day one. The rules said explicitly uh, if there was more than one thousand and twenty-four, only the first one thousand and twenty-four would get in. How the hell did I know? But bleed, a professional team didn't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that 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 you can get behind. 
for me, the the bigger picture is like it should be open to everybody to be able to play. I don't know if there should be a limit on an open qualifier for a major. I don't think that's really in the spirit of what Valve would be wanting to achieve. But there were four different qualifiers, so maybe you could make an argument from that perspective. But yeah, that's that's a good point, especially a team of of that. And then I think it was Tiger N. Was it Tiger N who just said this? He said that if you could post the match link, Mister Tiger, maybe it's Tigerin, Tigerin. Um, said bleed lost today to a 2.4 K to 3.1 ELO in IEM Chengdu hours ago. Yeah, they were, there was like a super random team. Um, uh, I had like one check guy, like somebody, 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 uh, passed this on to me. It's like absolutely random, like completely out of the, like, nobody really knows who this guy, who these guys are. Down from bad to worse, isn't it? Kind of rough. Well, we know that if Bleed are going to, because we spec, we've, we've, we've postulated, we've speculated, we've discussed about this previously. If they didn't make the major, which I don't think, even if they made it to the closed or made it to the RMR, I still don't think they would have made the major. Um, that this, if this org does stick around in, in the counter stricken, that uh, likely to go for roster changes after the major has come to its conclusion, right? But now you've got essentially, today is the 17th of January. Uh, the major ends on the 31st of March. Uh, teams who were getting eliminated in the lead into that, players would start to become available for them. But it's essentially two months of just smashing your head against a brick wall until other players become available, right? Like, what what do you, I mean, what do you even do now? I mean, there's going to be the CCTs and there's going to be the online grind of, of all of the tournaments, right? Maybe some ESCA or whatever, uh, whatever it's called today, ESL Challenger, right? That you can play... Um, and uh see what pieces are good how the how the players work together you know and uh where you need to change because like realistically we're still talking about bleed right yeah 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 just to, just to check <laughs> uh, as, like unfortunately yes <laughs> i mean they they had no time they had no time honestly to do anything this team came together like what a week or two before the uh, before the rmr qualifier like anything can happen open qualifiers are not easy long days and you know, especially when shit like not checking in happens, that can really think the mentality of the team can really go to shit. <laughs> so them losing today is, yeah, obviously they need to play. They're not going to not play an open qualifier for something, but uh, your headspace is probably not the best if you don't qualify for the for the closed for the major because that's what you want, where you want to be, right? Yeah, yeah, but but you you made a good point in the sense that they've only been together for a short period of time, right? I, I think that that is a key point, and a lot of people out there will be like, yeah, but they lost to fucking nobody's, right? Okay, whatever. That's the that's besides the point here. Uh, but with with the ambition of the project, and I think Kassad was hoping to get some bigger names signed to his team that uh, you know he, he he would have felt stronger about. But even still, doesn't it feel like outside the realms of what is realistically possible, considering how cutthroat we know these qualifiers and everything to be in this realm? Like, what odds, if you guys had to, would you have put on this? You know, even if he did grab a bigger name or two, have even being possible for them to stick the landing on? Like I, I just, I just feel like it, it, it wasn't going to happen either way with the time frame that we're dealing with, right? Yeah, I mean, it can, it can get tough even for teams who are established. So, like the fact that they, um, they didn't get through, like, isn't a massive surprise to me at least. Like, I mean, they literally got put put together just like two weeks ago is when they started practicing or something, you know. So, like in that time, you're obviously not going to be a very well set up team. You would think that with the individuals they have, they should at least like uh, they should at least qualify for the quals. But I mean, again, like you 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 put it right. Like these, it's not easy to play these these open qualifiers at all. 
Yeah, I, I just, I don't know, prof. How does it make you feel, prof? That bleed didn't go through. Yeah. What kind of feeling well, does it leave you with? I kind of sad, honestly. Like I, I, I wish them some success, right? Um, so, kind of sad, but uh, that's the reality of competition. Yeah, that's true. That is that's, true. Yeah, that's why yeah. we. That's why we watch. You know, we want to see the success, uh, but we also we also want to see the failures. You know, and a lot of people want to see Kassad's failures um, well, because he's been a very outspoken guy. Yeah. But, but that's not. Uh, it's just how people are. You know, it's a negative emotion. Is just you feel it. You feel it more, so you can get more invested, and then that's it. So. You know, people, people, people now shit on everything Kassad says. Uh, he posted like the practice schedule, completely normal practice schedule. People are like, why did you move the lunch on this day? It's like, bro, what kind of, what are, what are these, what are these comments? It's I just everybody like, has an opinion. That's the problem. Yeah, like, and everyone <laughs> thinks like they're, they're the smartest in the room. They, people, you've never seen a practice schedule in your life. What are you talking about? What are you, what, like, literally, what are you talking about? Like, I mean, the a, fact that, I mean, I was like, okay with like the random saying that, but when I saw like KRL, who has like, speaks to pro players on a daily basis and all that stuff, doesn't understand what a bootcamp schedule, where you literally like, you've been put together two, two weeks ago and you think like, okay, it's going to be a breeze in the first month when you have to play like literally major qualifiers during that time. Like you have to grind really hard if you want to have a chance like there's no way going around it like even like was must like have been, must have been like bait I'm, I, I don't know but it might have been I don't know but I don't but know. he was like doubling up on it in like comments to other people is it's like I didn't understand this this one day specifically like I didn't understand I'm like just like because of one day like he felt like you you needed to say like this schedule is shit I think there's a lot of like I, I was talking to Yanko about this yesterday and he's kind of questioning from the perspective of like why is Kasad even posting this stuff right um and I, I think that's that's an interesting angle to look at it from I think of, for in my opinion what he is doing is making sure that the the org is relevant regardless of the results and I think that's pretty good right uh, not maybe from the aspect of what you're saying of like getting players in but you need the org the org probably wants to be in the space be talked about right be relevant so people are like okay bleed exists and not be like you know tsm who was bled tweeted today is like i forgot this org this exists, like this team existed and like i did too i forgot so many times i was like oh tsm oh yeah that that team you know yeah. um bleed for you know didn't do anything result wise but people are still talking about them all the time and uh that will get them invites that will get you know people like people are still excited about the team even if it is negatively so i think what he's doing is just, angle he's just kind of pring for the team to be kind of a mini mini henry g in cloud nine moment right he's not going to that like that way out but he is creating I, I think the transparency is creating some sort of a fan base like people can appreciate what he's doing i yeah, think okay. it's pretty i also think it's pretty cool the interesting angle to look at it from okay uh but again because he's been a bit of a polarizing figure uh, on the broadcast the way he's talked about eg obviously the uh tweet he made to hooksy uh you know uh well, <laughs> hooksy the whole... didn't waste any time replying no, to that by the way he, so he didn't and, and lucas, lucas even had ready, it ready man. to go yeah the people in chat are out for blood and so is lucas apparently so hooksy uh, as soon as bleed were eliminated from the possibility of even being able to play in the close qualifier. Uh, Hooksy's come in for a bit of a swipe of his own here. He's uh, said, I was watching Kassad. I was watching you ruin bleed's chances to qualify for the closed RMR qualifier. Uh, now take responsibility and leave. Now, 
funny, but Casada obviously couldn't contribute uh, during the online matches. Now, you know, do we want to pull that? Uh, do we want, we want to pull that technicality out here, everybody? Coaches. Imagine if he said that. Like, if imagine if Kassad comes out and says, like, yeah, but I wasn't actually part of the qualifier. Kassad <laughs> uh, did also tweet uh, back, not at him directly, uh, but Kassad tweeted, let me find it. This is fun. This 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 is fun. You know, it's a, I hope nobody thinks this is, like, super serious and shit. But uh, Kassad tweeted yesterday, the war continues, Mr. Nielsen. Uh, and, ah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. But, you know, when I saw when I saw that, I was like, did like a dropping get disqualified or some shit that like bleed got in or something? I was like, I was like, I was checking like all the fucking resources that I could. It's like, did they did they like did they get back? Like, did they, did they get into the qualifier or something? Yeah, I, I think it's. I think the the problem is now that Kassad is not like a pundit, he's not on broadcast or anything. The only way that he can actually have any responses is through results being a coach and yeah. uh, you know so uh it's going to be an uphill battle to get there i imagine but uh these are the fun things it's, and these nuggets are nice right these uh these can stew and build quite nicely and then yeah. maybe one day we can uh, reap the rewards of of this this funny business so I, w- I would also say that you know it's taking at least for now you know we'll see uh, how it goes down the line but it's also taking the pressure off the, the actual players you know like everybody's like just hating on kasad because he's the he's like the, he's the, the, the lightning sure, rod he's yeah. like the lightning rod for all the hate so i feel like that's also probably relieving some pressure from the players who you know i'm guessing they wouldn't have gotten like that much that much uh, negativity you know considering how new of a team that is and all that stuff and none of them are like hated players either you know everybody i think everybody likes ampus everybody likes uh like faven you know even if he's had some um some weird times like in the big period you know like none of these players are are people that that people like would just send negativity towards maybe except for like Cirque for the eg time and for like being a paycheck stealer or whatever well well we didn't talk about this before but breeze and nrg like fucking hell man like if you're not farming online tier two counter-strike in north america what are you doing like that is what, rough. Are, what are you doing someone tell me you were once a great he was a top 20 player in the world wasn't he once upon a time did breeze ever make top 20 oh uh, yeah 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 he, he was, was number was 20 even tw- about he twice even actually 2019 he was number eight yeah, it's kind of sad that he's he's fallen off so hard. But how old is Breeze? He can't be more than 25, like can he? 25, yeah, he is. He's 25 on the nose, is he? Yep. Yeah, he is. Okay. Sad, man. That's that's just sad. The demise of of a, of a guy who's only 25. All right. Well, that's a bit of a shame. Uh, okay. Other people were throwing some names out. Uh, Prof, you were relatively enjoying this roster when we had a break. Uh, last time we were doing an episode was was Parry matches, Ross. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, Parry Vision. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I did not see anything from the from the team. I have to say so. But I watched I, their I, overpass loss. It was very um, uninspiring. They I weren't have to doing say anything. I am pretty disappointed with the lineup, with with what the lineup is. And I think, like uh, compared to Bleed, at least they have like a core of players. Not a core, they have two players that were here already, but they're also like same kind of area style of play, you know, they it, mostly Russian players, not like from all over the place, you know. So I expected it to kind of gel quicker than bleed if you're comparing these two lineups, even though I think they came together kind of at the same uh, time. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. Player Vision a bit had a bit more time, but like, yeah, uh, for me, pretty, pretty disappointing that like Jerry can't even get to like the the close quality and just like art for I just like the whole team seems pretty good. Like they 
should be at RMR. The good pieces. These players should be at RMR. So that's uh, pretty, pretty sad. But still, there's um, we'll give it a bit more time. Yeah, okay. Yeah, th I think that was one of the names that I was interested to see how they, they were going to be trending throughout. Um, Harvu was another one. I think people were wanting Harvu to do quite well, but that's because also they're uh, a little bit higher in the world rankings. They're ranked 22nd in the world, right? Um, Harvu also bombed out. The, what other names did we have? There was, there's a lot of names that bombed out, right? Like nine, but that was just a newly put together Polish team because of what had happened uh, with, the, with the core of that team going over towards Ents. Apparently Ents struggled in the IEM China qualifiers as well. Um, yeah, I mean, they just got out. Yeah, where where is there a bracket for that somewhere? Like those matches aren't weren't on HLTV, were they? No, they well. No, I mean it's the same deal for everything. I think they only go there once they hit a uh, certain point of the top tournament. 16, yeah, I think for this for the major it would have been top top thirty two because we want to extend that. But I think for the for the normal open qualifiers it's top top sixteen. Yeah. Okay. So what? I, yeah. I I just I yeah. There was just so many teams. Smoothest team didn't get through the witches. It was giving it a, a good hard crack. Um. Well, let's yep. well, maybe let's take a look at the teams who did because today uh, we got the announcement of the schedule and the groups as well for the closed qualifiers, which are going to be starting tomorrow. Uh, let's start with Group A, Lucas. I'll put the link in Teamspeak for you. Uh, the matches start tomorrow at four PM for both groups. It's going to be running similar. Actually, it's probably easier off of. Ah, fuck it. We'll just do a group at a time. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it here. Um, I mean, yeah. there's uh, if you go into the most recent article, there's also the schedule, and they're both in like the same like yeah, just scrolling yeah, past. So maybe just go into that. That's going to be the best. Right, hold on, let me link that here, so you can show. I can show all the teams at once and who they're playing in the only matches. Yeah. Here it is. Yeah, that's just brilliant. Uh, yeah, bring this one up, Lucas. Apologies, mate. But uh, I can start reading through it here. So for the closed qualifiers for uh, Group A or One or whatever, however you want to label it. Uh, you've got VP versus Sinners. That's the opening match. Navi Ecstatic, Cloud9 OG, Big Permitter, Bet Boom, Zero Tenacity. I played against Face It against Zero Tenacity today. They're queuing as fine. Uh, 3D Max versus Alu's team. Is it Yano? Yano. Yeah, Yano, I think. Nine Pandas versus Nexus, Saw versus Fnatic. And then uh, Group B or Close Qualifier B or two. Uh, Mouse versus Eyeballers, we touched on that before. Spirit versus Koi, aka Movistar. Eternal Fire versus uh, Para. Yeah, yeah. Amcal versus Sync, that's the Estonians. Astralis versus X Thunderflash, which is the one and only. Um, uh, those those lads, it's a Polish team, like Demo in there as well, people might remember. Uh, we've from got, Animal Fame. Yeah. Uh, I think, right? I'm pretty sure. Tawao uh, from Argo Fame. Yeah. Uh, Preci versus Entropic, Aurora versus Ikla, which has like Lekro in it and uh, Mihu, uh, and then Fours versus Heroic. So that's the split and those are the opening games. Now, maybe people are a little bit interested in how this all kicks off. Uh, well, this will follow the same format as the RMRs. So Swiss, two groups of 16 teams, eight teams from each group will qualify directly into the RMRs, which will be going down uh, in what fucking four weeks time from now or something like that maybe a little bit less um and then the teams who place two three in the swiss from each group that's six teams in total will go into a decider bracket or group or whatever the fuck it is and from those six teams five of those six will progress to the rmr as well so of the 32 teams that you see on screen right now 21 of which 
will be going to the RMRs for the European side of things. So that's an awful lot of words and an awful lot of things that I just said there. And if you're like, where's G2? Where's Ents? Well, if you had kept a core, or you were a team who placed in the top 16 of the Paris Major, and you kept a core, core is three players, you get a direct invitation to the RMRs. There you go. See, look, we do our homework around here. Um, and that's where teams like your G2s, your Vitalities, et cetera, are already waiting in the wings. So uh, what what interest, what jumps off the page at anybody here? I'm surprised OG made it. Apparently Heavy God is the truth. So uh, they they made it through. OG made it through. Any, um, anything else? Nice to see Zero Tenacity, like a regional team. Uh, They're so... always in deathmatch, bro. This like AVN guys, always in fucking deathmatch every day. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, mean he's, he's been fun. around for, for a long time, playing even some like local lands that I've been to winning most of them to be honest so uh yeah that's uh i'm excited for that like last year we had i nation at the at the rmr they got destroyed but uh still kind of nice um what else i think um i mean I ballers me, we, we spoke about what did you say no I, I was just gonna say like for me like obviously seeing sinners um is, is nice because they were at once like one game or like five rounds away from um, from the major and failed it. Um, so like taking them some, like get it somewhere with, the um, with this, but they got Oscar Neofrag, right? Yeah. They got, they got Oscar Yuck. back. They got Neofrag back. They almost, they almost did the whole last dance thing. Like they have four out of five of the sitters team. That was like the most successful, uh, that actually got almost to the, to the major, um, and just have it now, which is kind of like a guy who's been like on the top for a while. Um, one of the best players in the, in the, in the country, um, fell off in recent times, I would say probably, but he hasn't been in the best team, so maybe that's also why. So I mean, it's it's a it's a decent team. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing if they're gonna get somewhere. Well, this... Look at Entropic and look at the first player on the Is lineup. He... I did not see that. I missed that completely. Like I I saw that he was he tweeted something about it. I even thought he was coaching. No, but he's still playing. That's. Pretty nice. Love that there's guy. Some, One of the Centropic nicest guys. team has been has been like for together for like five months. <laughs> I completely missed that he was he was on it. But it's, it's got some interesting players, right? Milky's on there, the Polish Orpa, and um Barracks is on there, who was he was at Sprout for a little while, wasn't he? Marricks? He's uh um, oh, yeah. What's the country? Ah, oh, fuck. Oh, Luxembourg. Ooh, that's the one. No, I wanted to say Liechtenstein, so yeah. uh, wow. I yeah. I've been wrong. Close. Could it could have been one of the two. So Keto and Tizzy, an in-game leading international teams. Yeah. They've they've done it. That's what that's what you could have been doing, Tabson. But you didn't want to go to phase. You didn't want to go to phase. So well, actually bigger doing all right at the moment. They're all right. And they're um, blast. They're all right. They'll be right. So yeah. let's just say which teams have to go through, and if they don't go through, all they'll be shamed through. The world uh, will end. Virtus Pro, Navi, Cloud9, Big. I don't want to bet boom, kind of. I think they have to go. They have to go through. Man. Yes, but they not have to the to same through. degree of, 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 yeah, let's say bet boom as well. Okay. They're like, they're like and, top, top 17 at the moment in the world ranking. They have to go. Bed boom, Fnatic. These are like, Fnatic yes. have to go through. Seven I would teams. say, yeah. Yes. And OG don't have to go through, honestly, with this team. I'm not going to be that surprised. I mean, they're kind of, where did we put OG and Fnatic in the battle of mid? Uh, they were, OG was last. Somewhere in the middle, I guess. OG yeah. was last <laughs> in the okay. middle. And then on the other the other group, Mao Sports, definitely. Spear, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Astralis, 100%. Heroic. And then maybe Eternal Fire. 
and that's like, it. But that's what we're but, saying. Twenty-one teams make it of the thirty-two yeah. on screen. If the if like it should be which who isn't going to make it. That's probably if I can. I actually, I couldn't even do that for you because it's going to be it's going to be some epic battles down the bottom there, isn't it? There are going to be some fucking biffs. So it is Swiss for everybody playing at home. It'll be uh, best of ones for the establishing matches and best of three for the progression or elimination matches. So, um, Like you literally have to go 1-3 to just get eliminated straight up. Like 0-3 or 1-3 to get eliminated straight up. And then at yeah. least if you're 2-3, you at least go to the close to the last the chance qualifier yeah, yeah. from which five out of six teams make it through. Like literally like you have to go through if you're a decent team. The odds here to get through are fucking amazing. They're great. Like, actually yeah. amazing. So if the big names that Profs just listed right there don't I get mean, through, like, even the, for a team like 3D these... Max, if 3D Max don't get through, I'd be pretty disappointed for those yeah. guys. One of these will not go through, though. That's 100%. I can guarantee you. I can really? Pull out, yeah. We can give you 100% Jason Moses O'Toole guarantee right now. Yeah, down you on never the go 100%. Someone is going to fuck up. Who is Forza's fifth? Galfi Resol, Gokushima... Who's the fifth? I, like I, I heard it at some point that I forgot. It's TBA. <sighs> Fuck. Okay. Well, I'm sure someone knows. I'm sure. Is the last chance stage only for EU? Uh, I believe so because of the amount of spots available. Yes. Right. That's that's kind of why it's worked out this way. Um, yeah, it's because they have whatever. I mean, some of the European teams didn't uh, keep their core, but those slots still belong to Europe, so that's why they. Um, Whatever. It was, There's it not was enough. four teams who who didn't keep their their core. Yeah, and right. essentially there's more than uh, 16 spots, so you know there's more than two Swiss groups, so that's why you need the last chance. Right. Man, people aren't leaving me alone about wearing a hat and my hairline and shit. Did something, there did was something even go a wrong? Fucking, did something no. go wrong with your hair transplant? I don't know what. No, like know. it's there was even a thread about it the other day. People were chatting about it on the on the forums, man. Why can't I wear? People want me to cl close my door and and not wear a fucking hat. I just I have to do my hair if I'm not wearing a fucking hat. It's like I don't want to. I don't want to do my hair. I'm at home. I'm fucking chilling. I'm relaxing. I don't want to fucking do my fucking hair, man. God. Don't like, give in to the pressure, man. The hat's off now. The hat, the hat's off. All right, we're almost done. So the I can head's back out of the soon. hat. Getting tired and cranky, man. I'm getting, it's getting late. It's getting. Want to talk late. about blast? So we can. Wrap yeah, let's it up. do it. Let's do it. Let's talk about blast. Let's do that. That's a great idea, Prof. Let's jump over here. Blast groups. Okay. Um. So we got the Vox Pop. You ready to bring up the Vox Pop, uh, Lucas? Yeah, I'm ready to bring up the Vox Pop. Let's, let's bring okay, up the Vox I got a uh, meanwhile update from Neil M. Oh yeah, what's Neil Lev saying? Uh, I sent him a question. Does this mean one of your five are in the are are not attending Darmar, or is it just for backup? And he said, backup. There okay, you so okay. you're reading comprehension plus one for striker. Thank you. Job striker, you know that. One. I mean, it you could have meant either way, but I'm just I'm more like you know he wouldn't have said it that way if it was like that serious, you know. Yeah. He would have said like okay, I mean, but he wrote like emergency standard, yeah, you know. Yeah, so yeah. so it sounded like I read, sounded like I read emergency is like oh there's an emergency right now, you know, not like yeah. in case of emergency. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, yeah, yeah, that's how my brain works. Uh, okay, so uh, the Vox Pop, which Lucas is going to bring up on screen for everybody right now, already has. Good job, Lucas. Uh, which one of the new rosters will succeed uh, the most at Blast? The, the phrasing of succeed the most and Blast in the same sentence feels a bit off. 
Yeah, just look, because like success is just being top six <laughs> success like the most you know it doesn't really matter if you succeed as number one or number six but well, maybe the, none of them are top six mm. we get the gist we get the gist of this right here so, so, uh, so which of them will fail fail the least this should, should have been the, the, the wording or what that could work quite nicely liquid falcon spirit and heroic are the teams we have here so let's see what the people at home seem to think i think that the donk hype is probably going to carry a lot here oh yeah. liquid okay that's kind of crazy to me that Spirit is ahead of Falcons that by that much. Uh, well, what do you think is going to happen actually with ahead of everybody that much. What do you think is good? Because it's going to be Snappy with his core of some Pius and Madden. It's not even really his. Like, if it was Snappy, Nerds, and some Pius, right. then I, you know, because I think they define a little bit more of how the game is played overall, or at least with the, the styles. But, um, I mean, you have Magisk and Boros as like the two like two big rifles, I think that's pretty good, man. But how does it work? Like, what, what, like, cause Zonic's obviously going to have a lot to say, right? And yeah. like Magisk is a, a multi-time major winner as well. And I, I, I don't know what type of approach they're going to be having to the game. Um, I'm very, I'm very interested to see. I, I think the one that, that should be just an upgrade is Spirit, right? Just bringing in Shiro. That's just an upgrade right. over Art Frost. That's the one that, like if if you were going to say should succeed the quickest, in theory, shouldn't it be spirit? But yeah, I guess I mean that's logic the over, is sound. But but maybe I'm overrating them. Because I mean the, they won they won Dutch, right? And that's not like it's not like true, it was a true. big tournament or something. But they have some they have some history with that with this core and Donks already obviously kind of confirmed the hype with uh, winning the MVP there. So it's not like you know there's nothing behind spirit. Like obviously, I don't know if we they now belong in the same conversation as like a liquid that like i think a lot of people will have is in kind of like a title contention at least conversation maybe not like a number one team contender but at least like okay they're gonna make deep runs but i think like spirit is a is looks like a shoe in for everybody for um for a pretty good year 2024 mm. what what do you think prof do you agree with this do you think it's it's somebody else that uh, of, the, of these names to to be towards tippy top of the list like i think the ratio is Pretty okay, uh, except Liquid being first. I'll definitely put them more towards the Falcons level, um, okay. in, in my opinion. Spirits should definitely be on top based on what they have, what they operate is. Like, definitely should be getting, like, replacing a decent topper for a top 10, like, player of the year. That could have been higher if he didn't, like, take a break at the end, right? I think that's that's huge, Shiro, for the last two years has been one of the best operas in the world. So uh, I think that's it's just a great upgrade. And Donk, uh, I don't think he will falter anytime soon. I don't think his form will dip, right? So I definitely think Spirit should be towards the towards the top, but... Um, but you're talking on, about like short term just for blast, right? Just to yeah, just to uh yeah, 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 yeah. just to, to ease the people who are say like oh liquid has them has an amazing team. How can you say no. that? Liquid obviously has an amazing team, but they are like five players coming together that like need to find a way and a coach, right? That need to find how they want to play. And there's a lot of uh things that can go wrong there. That that's it. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, do you think is Donk like just just on the well, obviously. But is is he the most anticipated player since whom? Monacy? Like I don't know Monacy wasn't yeah, that long ago, but yeah, is that is yeah. that probably the I mean, one? You could before? even say probably maybe you could say Zaiwu, who was also like there was a lot of hype behind him Monacy just from FPL, but Monacy was much more hyped, yeah.
But he was okay. more recent, I think. I would that's say, what I'm trying to say. I mean, modestly, like people were calling him like the baby goat already, like from the Navi junior times and stuff like that, like even before he joined G2. So I feel like, yeah, that's kind of the level. Because this is this is where we get to see, and, and and I suppose I can get the group link right now, and we can have a look at that because uh, Blast did announce the group. So the format for everybody playing at home uh, for Blast is actually a good format because they have a good yeah. amount of teams now. So it's not twelve. And they can actually get eliminated after two matches after they lose two matches in a row. Isn't that all great news, everybody playing at home? So. Uh, top six teams go through to the spring final and then uh, the bottom remaining, which is 10 teams now, will go to the showdown. So uh, basically, it's been broken up into four groups of four teams. Uh, the groups are Group A, Vitality, OG, Astralis, Falcons. Those are the matchups and how they're going to start. That's some juicy stuff there. Uh, group B, FaZe, Gamer Legion, Spirit, Liquid. Group C, G2, NIP, Navi, Complexity. And Group D, uh, VP, big cloud nine heroic. And as striker was said, it's a GSL format. So, uh, the, it's the cool insane how much better it is just by adding it's so these much better. It's so much better, so much more competitive, so much more exciting. It actually makes sense. Winning the group final gets you through losing it. You need to go into the last chance. It's just so straightforward. Makes sense. Everything means something. There's no like silly games and um, yeah, I love it. There's, a, there's still, there's still the group final, which is. No, 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 it's not actually. No, 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 no never mind. they're no, all no, meaningful no, 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 games. No, no, no. Never mind. They're all I meaningful. Scratch that. Scratch because that. if you win yep. your opener and then you win the upper final, you go to the to the group the group final, right? But you can still come through this little lower yeah, bracket, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Did you can still snatch that yep. away. So, yep, 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 yep. and then if you lose that game, which you need to contest for, then you go down to the single elimination bracket, which uh, is the second place team from every group. And they face off. So second place group A plays second place group D. Second place group C plays second place group B, which is fucking sick. Like imagine if we have, I don't know, let's say Astralis comes second place group A. They could play second place group D, which could be heroic. Cloud9 or, you know. Yeah, that could be that, heroic. Well, yeah, come on now, Prof. We want an actual match on our hands here. Um, I mean, this is like, this creates like a really tough environment, actually, if, we, if you look at it. Now. You know, it's a good you have, format now. Because you have like Vitality, Astralis and Falcons in the same in the same group now you know which is kind of like okay like we don't know where astralis is we don't know where falcons is but we both we we expect them to be a good like good teams you know so like for for obviously everybody expects vitality to win that group but who knows you know like they they could falter like early on in the rear like they haven't really played that much you know all that stuff so um i'm, I'm curious you know this actually i was that's why i said my title as like is excited for blast groups question mark exclamation point because it's like the first time like, okay, we've had like new teams coming in for blast groups and yeah. that's also also creates some excitement. But this time actually this tournament is decent. Like it is legit. It is yes. a qualifier still. Like you can still you can't still say anything else, but at least it's a qualifier that doesn't have stupid games that don't mean anything. Yeah. That, like you that go put the team in a place where you don't even understand what's gonna happen with them properly, you know, and all that stuff. Like L it is very straightforward. I'll Lucas, like are you here? Oh, are you yeah, can you? It's all good. I understand. You're a busy man. A lot of people depend on you. People at home don't understand that. Can you bring up the link I put in yeah. Twitch chat for everybody so that they can see the bracket? Because some people were a little bit curious. Um, it'd probably be just easier if we went back to me doing the sharing screen shit, wouldn't it? I probably should just fucking do that well, in the future. That's going to be easier, yeah. Yeah, maybe you should have done that. No, but, but I think, I mean, if you look at the groups, uh, I, I don't know if you guys, if you wanted to look through it, but I guess. Well, let's predict. Let's, let's go through this and predict. Lucas, can you just humor us for a couple minutes? 
But it's kind of tough. Like in every group, it's like three teams that I you know, kind of look at. You know, we're just blind predicting. No, anyway, no, no. no. So I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, I'm just looking through the groups, and I'm like, okay, it's kind of great. It's like, who do it's I hard have to, to pay to have OG removed from this event and a relevant team added? Maybe Blast. Yeah, uh, actually, good maybe point. a couple of million. A couple of million. <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> wasn't, it. It, wasn't it less? It was less, right? For I one mean, now season, it was so. less, but you know, to remove them probably costs more than just yeah, like yeah. to get it. You know. And they already had a spot, so that fucking. Maybe you have to play OG and Blast. Oh, okay, yeah. Just put, against, like, okay, yeah. Put, put like two million together, would like throw one million to OG for like just like, okay, can you just not play this? And then put the other million to Blast so that or they just, can get your Australian team in. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's a great idea. I'll get crowdfunding that. All right, so Vitality win the opener. Surely we have to go with Astralis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, surely we have to say Astralis, right? We have to Why? say Astralis. I don't well, know, man. All right, make a case for the Falcons without seeing them ever play a game of Counter-Strike. We have oh, seen one Vitality. We have seen Astralis. Exactly. We have seen Astralis so, for this team. Well, that's <laughs> so amazing. Like, if you said against Vitality, I'd say, okay, or against FaZe or against Mouse even. But Astralis hasn't really, like, blown me away yet, right? So I, um, I'll side with uh, Blast Destroyer Snappy in this one. Oh, well, that means, Striker, you get the final vote. I'm voting for Astralis. Ross voting for Falcons. Who are you going for? I think is just it would be so sick if like the people who left Astralis would beat Astralis again. I'm just gonna go for Falcons because of the memes. Like it would just be such a good storyline. It's like Magic and Zonic like team up again in a different team, only to become better than Astralis one more time. Okay, okay, all right. So Falcons. I don't know. I don't know. Like I don't actually know if this is gonna happen. I just no, feel it's like fine. it's fine. We have no idea, right? We're we're going into uncharted territory here. So put Falcons, uh, Lucas. We and then, put anyone. oh, no don't worry game. about it. It's it's all good. Don't worry about it, man. Don't worry about it. Uh, and then finally, Vitality, Vitality versus Falcons, game. I guess. Vitality, Vitality go through win. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah. All right. Let's scroll down. Let's do Group B. Uh, so Game of Legion, obviously, are getting through this group. Who else isn't? Phase Spirit Liquid. <laughs> well, we agreed this, this, this would be Spirit, right? Not getting through. No, no I mean the, getting through beating, oh, yeah. beating Liquid. Like that's and that's phase. our. No, I don't know about that one. I don't think that. Who's I don't zero? think that. Not even close. Okay, he's on a dog. I mean, it's gotta sure. be it's gotta be phase number one, right? Like predict, predicting anybody else would be just against recency, recency and all that stuff. Like, just doesn't make sense. Uh, but between spirit and liquid, I mean, that's a conversation, right? Because like we haven't really seen liquid play against uh, any sort of top teams yet. Hard to predict liquid here. Yeah, right for sure. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I mean, like, with in terms of like, okay, getting up to speed and all that stuff, like, it's it's got to be spirit as we were talking about earlier, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we'll go spirit and phase. Uh, group C. I guess NIP obviously aren't getting through. Now the thing is with complexity, was their end of the year scenario just running out of gas, or was it a slump? Uh, like Navi right now are ranked number four in the world. It kind of makes me look at the rankings and go, what the fuck's going on? G2 as well. Weird, right? yeah. There's there's a bit of G2 slander. I don't think they're like, <laughs> people People are really upset about this whole Nexa thing. I don't think it's as bad as what people are, are saying it's going to be. No. Um, so I would still have G2 going through here. But then it's a conversation between Navi and Complexity. I feel like Complexity are a bit overrated because yeah, of their Sydney right now, performance. Yeah, I got it, yeah. I think I Navi are that. pretty strong. Yeah, so Navi and G2. Happy with that? Yeah. Sure. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, group I D. I mean, keeping in mind that the second team only goes to the decider thing. So, yeah, I know. It's not a guarantee. Yeah. But, like, we, we, we're not going all the way down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Heroic are going to be much chop. That's just how I feel. Um, but it's like, this is this group isn't 
that hard to get out of, like in terms of like there's no big, big teams. I reckon VP and Big will get through. VP and Big? Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm that but that's what I'm saying. That's it seems outrageous for you to say that, but it's actually not. You know, like it's like looking at the names, like it should be outrageous for you to say that Virtus Pro and Big will make it over Cloud9 and Heroic. Well the thing but is not, I got I, like, I felt I so that burned like, by okay, Cloud9. I feel like Cloud9 just like fuck man. I think Cloud9 is still still I don't know. I don't I think Big is uh is a stretch. But I do think Virtus Pro are a lot of just Pro got are... married, man. He's got the wedding buff. That's <laughs> okay. true. I don't know what that does for him, but I I don't know. VP VP are good. I, I like I, I think I I like VP for like first place in the group. And then the second place, man, that's a fucking brawl. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't I don't even know how good heroic will be. Like it's really hard to tell because it's like kind of like a mishmash of weird from weird places kind of a little bit. Um but it is like okay, you have Nerds who's in good form. Nikoto seems in great form and and uh, NCS2 and all that stuff. Like, I I would still probably put Heroic, even if they're a new team and we don't really know how they're going to play. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Because I'm just not sold about the whole Cloud9 thing without an Opera, and they're just playing weird. I, that's the same thing for me. Like, the Cloud9 stuff, with how hype I was on them and, like, how negative I've been about Cloud9 rosters in the past... I was like, this is the time. So now I'm off. I'm off the train. But you're back. Train. You're back. You're back to sleeping on Cloud Nine. I'm back to being miserable about Cloud Nine. I want those pajamas, Jack. Get me those goddamn pajamas. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm excited for Blast. This is the first time in Blast history that the groups actually have some meaning, and they have some exciting teams. And it's to start the year. And you know what? We'll even get a nice little. You know, a nice little taster tomorrow because a lot of the names here, or not a lot of the names, some of the I'm names done, here yeah. are going to be playing in the online stuff, uh, and that's going to go for four days, right? While we have the the uh, closed qualifiers for the RMRs going on, so there's going to be a yeah. lot of Counter Strike to consume over the next week and a half. Um, and I guess that's it. We we need to tune in, we need to watch, we need to start to uh, actually take note and see how the year's going to look because we go straight from the that into Blast, into Katowice, into the RMRs themselves, uh, and then pretty much into the Major. So everything's going to happen very quickly, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Counter-Strike fans at home. Uh, are we cool? Everyone happy? I am yeah. happy, yeah. Cool. All right. Still a good conversation. Yeah, nice. All right. Well, uh, we did hit the, the two-hour mark just under. Uh, we saw a cat do a, a death-defying stunt. I didn't see that. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh well, you see, it's on Twitter. You can't bloody believe it. Uh, it's it's crazy. It's it was a, a crazy little cat maneuver. But uh, yeah, this has been another episode of HTV confirmed. Uh, we're going to shut things down. Thank you to Lucas for playing along, as bringing up all the things. Thank you for uh, Prophet Strike for joining me as always. Thank you to you at home for uh, joining the podcast, listening along, and uh, hopefully. We didn't upset you this evening because uh, that's what we try to do every episode. But thanks again to 22Bet. Remember to gamble responsibly and trade it .gg. Uh, if you want to check them out for any skins, you know where to go. Thank you and good night. We'll be back uh, maybe while Blast is on. If not, yeah, during Catavitz or sometime. Hopefully during, during Blast. Yeah. It'll have to be during Blast. All right. Good night, everybody.
best esports odds. VIP program and a variety of bonuses. Fast and easy withdrawals. Bet on every possible CSGO matching tournament. As well as any other esports game. Only on 22Bet. Are you tired of your boring old skins and looking for beautiful new ones? Trade.gg is your place to go for easy and secure trades within seconds. Simply pick and choose whatever item you want to trade from Trade.it's huge inventory. Verify the trade on Steam and you're ready. With the lowest fees in the market and a beautiful, easy to use UI, Trade.it also offers you the option to instantly sell your items for cash. We accept a wide variety of payment methods. Trade.gg is the go-to place whenever you want to try out fancy new skins. Start trading today at Trade.it.gg.